I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. So, welcome on down to the Rick Shields Golf Show podcast, everybody. Episode number seventy-seven. We've got some guests today. Yes, one of them has been on the guest, the channel before, yeah. but not in the new studio. Not in the new studio, which is unbelievable, by the way. And his brothers here today, who have also got a joint YouTube channel together, Tubes and Ange Golf Life. That's it. We filmed some videos today, which were fun. They're going to be coming out soon. But we thought, well, we've got you here in Manchester. It'd be rude not to do a podcast on the number one podcast in golf, powered by our really good friends, Motocaddy. And today's episode, you're very honoured. We thought we'd save it for your episode to announce the winner of the Dear Rick section today. Wow. So, uh, listen, this is a big deal. Oh, that <laughs> Hundreds, if not thousands, of emails came through for Dear Rick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Asking my, <laughs> asking for my advice. For a free trolley, not for your advice. We've, yeah. given, we've given some very <laughs> dodgy. Seven's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> we've given some very dodgy advice. Yeah. yeah. But today we've got one more Dear Rick, so we're gonna we're gonna kick that off first, if you don't mind today. Oh, of course you do. I think people off, listening will just be on the edge of their seats as they're driving to work or cutting the lawn or whatever they're doing, <laughs> listening to this podcast or in the gym. Trying to come up with other solutions, and people go, "That's me. Yeah, I'm doing yeah, that." Yeah, that's it. Um, to find out who's going to be drawn to have the winner of the first prize, which is a motor caddy superb trolley. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they make a superb trolley, but a trolley by motor caddy, as in that's not the name. That's of not it. the name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the motor caddy superb. superb. Yeah. Glenn Hoddle had one, yeah, and it had like an iPad screen. On yeah, the front that's, of it. that's it like the one like I've got. Joke. It, was yeah. like, it was playing games and all sorts. Yeah. It's made my game so much more enjoyable. Yeah, incredible. But, well, what I was thinking, Rick, is this dear Rick, I've picked on purpose because I think Tubes and Ange could throw in the two nice. pennies worth. What's the nice. what's that? Say? Two, two, yeah. two yeah, pennies yeah, worth. Yeah. Um, so maybe just before we do that, then because some of the listeners will have listened to the first podcast with Tubes that went down very well. Um, some people might not have done. So maybe just a quick couple of minutes on who Tubes and Ange actually are for our listeners that aren't aware, because yeah. if they're not aware now, they will be very soon, because you have got one of the best up-and-coming golf channels on YouTube, 100%. Thank you oh, thank you. Um, We're trying. Yeah. Well, no, it is. It's really good. And Thanks. I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll give it a quick what I think it is, and then if you two want to elaborate on it. I would. So your channel is you two, two brothers, yeah. playing golf in a fun way, in a light-hearted way, with often having guests of the elite Premier League footballers, some household names. Um, and it's just easy and fun to watch. It's almost like a podcast, but it's a YouTube video. Pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. it's basically what we set out to do when we started it two years ago, wasn't it? It was like to do long-form interview um, whilst playing golf. And when we, when we started, well, I thought certainly, I don't know about you, 
I thought all the fun sort of like three, four minute videos, like Wack, wacky, wacky videos, wacky catching videos, things in like buckets, and bucket challenge, yeah. you know, which um, were fun to make. Let's be honest, but catch yeah. me if you can. We had like a baseball mat uh, mitt, and we'd go down there. John Terry was hitting them like two hundred and fifty yards. I was trying to catch <laughs> it. I thought that they would go, they would fly, but it was the the four hole challenge, like the long form interview on the uh, golf course about like like I was saying, like a podcast on the on the golf course that did so well. So. It was a good mould, wasn't it? Yeah. So it's basically, basically what you do on Sky. But we were talking earlier, weren't we, the fact that it's, you get five minutes on, on a TV show and then but you probably interviewed that person for 15, 20 minutes. So we were thinking if we start this channel, that 15 minutes that would normally get chucked in the can, we would you know include it in our videos. Yeah. We can cut out what we want to cut out. We don't really cut out anything, <laughs> no. do we? And we can just leave it up to what we want to do, really. Yeah. You can sweep up the... The mess that would have been left on the cutting room floor and yeah. actually put it together and to some a product. Gold. And some of it's gold. And I think if you're just walking down the fairway, it's such a great environment, like we were today. Mm. Like, you know, you came on our channel, which is massive for us, but to learn about your career and, you know, and have a laugh as well. It's, it's quite, you know, we can do everything. We can have a laugh, muck around, serious chat, discuss important issues and birdie dance. Absolutely. Yeah. I think annoyingly, we showed you our new studio today. We're really proud of it, and you've, you've been very kind about it. But we've had the noisiest day. There's people above us I we know. can hear. So, Harry, can you hear them or not on the mics? No, okay, that's good. Well, we might Matt, hear Matt, some. could you go and throw some muscle out there, please? Yeah, <laughs> Matt's really Matt, muscly. Matt, so Matt, is Matt, Matt is His arms are huge. Yeah, he'll go, and, he'll go and have a word. I'll be quiet um, if you told me, Matt. Tank of a man. <laughs> <laughs> so, as Matt goes and sorts some out, somebody out. Are you Matt... ready for this, Derek, then? Let's do it. Can, can I just think... say, though, the studio is brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Well That's impressed. Unbelievable. It's brilliant. 15 years, bruv. We'll, uh, yeah. we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll keep grinding. Exactly. <laughs> we'll keep grinding. We'll, we'll, go. Go. we'll keep playing bad golf yeah. and trying to make people laugh. <laughs> yeah. right. I'd like to say, going back to your channel, you do a great job. And if it's really people good. aren't subscribed, and also you touched on it then, I know we're going to come on to it in a bit. People, again, listening to America, probably don't know Tubes' kind of history. Like I so said, you might have listened to the podcast, but Tubes is a presenter on Soccer AM, which is one of the biggest TV shows here in, on Sky, all about football, weirdly called Soccer AM. Yeah. Uh, all about football. Um, you started off, I know we're going to probably dive into that a little bit, but started off as a, as a kind of a test tube baby. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then you've, turn, you've turned into... A clown of a character. You've turned into come on. Mm. a serious interviewer doing a, a fine job. So Thank you, uh, that's, I kind of wanted to express that as well before the audience Cheers, go, who the hell is... And we've got no notes today. <laughs> we're just going to freestyle. We know you two can talk, which we've experienced today, which has been great. We've had a lot of um, lot of witty banter. Rick was on form, doing something you said you'd never do on camera. Brilliant. I didn't, I didn't, think, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> think I'd ever pull it out on, on the golf course. Yeah, I didn't think, but... He pulled it out on the golf I did. course. I pulled it out. You pulled it out on the golf course. You performed it very, very well. You also hit one of the best shots I've ever seen in, in my whole entire life. It was yeah. a joke. Let's just talk through that shot briefly, actually. I, I, I think, it, I think it's, it's the best oh, shot I've seen in life. <laughs> we'll come on to Deer in a minute, but that was that was in the top five golf shots I've seen you hit, 100%, maybe even top three. Distance, sound, shape. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was it was unbelievable. Well, accept the scene. Yeah, I'll, I'll be getting it out again in a minute. Probably yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here and there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, par five, 18th hole. Um, I won't ruin the score of the match, but it was a, a, a must-make hole. Yeah. I was 230 yards to the flag. Wind very much into. Ball below my feet. You know, gallery crowd looking around, you know, in expectation of a decent shot, yeah. which I, I didn't disappoint. In my head. I didn't. I don't want to ruin it because it was such a great shot. No, I won't ruin it. So in my head, it was exactly how I pictured it going. <laughs> uh, I kind of hit this like low bullet oh, stinger three iron that kind of like 
Mid mid flight, it did something that old school golf balls yeah. used to do. Mid flight, it almost took a level yeah. up. Like it started off super like low. Off. It started off super low, and like the old Bellata balls, what they used to do, they used to spin really late in the flight, so they come out super low, and you you'd spin it up high. Mm. And this ball came out like a bullet. And I thought oh. that's a bit that's a bit low. That and suddenly it just turned on the rocket boosters and started yeah. to climb. Little draw landed over the bunker that was probably about a two two five carry. <laughs> Rolled around and probably had a little glance yeah, inside that hole. Had a little look for Albatross and went, nah, not nah. today, Rick. Yeah. Ran 15 foot past. We thought it was stiffer than stiff. Yeah. Um, had a weak effort at Eagle, but it was, yeah, the shot the shot that went in there was yeah. pretty yeah, it was, When it, it fizzes nice. at least 100 yards away from you, you know it's a good shot. You just fizz the whole way. Wow. sounded beautiful. Thank you. Thank beautiful. you, um, You can come again. Just one thing I'm <laughs> conscious of. Yesterday, out of the blue, I had a nosebleed. So I keep, I keep thinking I can feel it bleeding again. It's not doing, but I'm, if I touch my nose a lot, I'm not picking my nose. It just feels, you know what I mean? It feels weird. And last thing I want to do, why it's on camera, and it is on camera, this is getting filmed. Yeah. So if you listen to this on audio only and you want to dip in and out and have a look at the clips, it will be on the second YouTube channel, the Rick Shields Golf Show. But you don't have to. I don't think get offended, but people, if you want to, people don't like that, luxury. But that, yeah, yeah, but if I'm not picking my nose, if you're watching it, and I also appreciate Rick using the big mic stand, because I didn't really fancy using that, but you've bit the bullet, and um, you've got the big one. It looks good. It, so it's it's it. it looks yeah, good. It's yeah. I'm, I'm used to. Yeah. 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 To what? This. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Right. Let's go on to this Dear Rick. Dear Rick. Dear the Rick. final Dear Rick what? of this series. There's been some really good ones, actually. And what Rick Norma does is Rick's quite hard to grab his attention. He Sometimes he floats in and out. He's always thinking of different stuff. But when it comes to Dear Rick, he gets really thoughtful. Sometimes closes his eyes, actually. The advice you've given this kind of series, I think, has been a mixture of amazing and outrageous. Sketchy. It's been very, yeah. very peculiar, but people what have enjoyed it. What would you say your it. best bit of advice you've given? Oof. Um, divorcing your wife. Yeah, well, I thought ours goes down <laughs> well. That was, that was one of the ones I wrote in there. Uh, ditching your mates, finding new mates. They yeah. that Rick does in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Don't divorce my wife. Um, what was the other one I did? There was one last week where you I talked about people cheating. Off if you, cheat. you said you'd tip balls at them naked. Yeah. Something weird. Yeah, it goes into strange oh, places. Okay. But we've been many different you, places, yeah. Oh, so okay. we Not normally keep them anonymous as well. Uh, this week is from Anonymous, and it says, Hey guys, big fan here. I'd be over the moon if you could discuss this quick question. Uh, I started playing golf at the age of 40. I got a few lessons straight away to learn the basics, mechanics, technique, etc. I joined a shortish nine-hole course in Cornwall, and I started to play pretty well. I got my first handicap a couple of months later, which was 14. Really good. It's a really good first handicap. Since then, it's a year later, I've joined a tougher golf club and the handicap has fluctuated between 14 and 17. So whether when it says handicap, I don't know if it's an official, official handicap. Yes. You can't jump Just by three shots, but that's roughly what he's shooting. My good rounds are solid, but my bad rounds are awful. Okay. Capital A-W-F-U-L, awful. Capitals, he's really meaning this. <laughs> Can an old dog learn new tricks? Should I be hopeful to improve further or am I late to the party in your opinion? Thanks a lot for taking the time to read this. So I wanted two opinions. Yours from the professional. Yeah. I know you, you um, Tube started a bit later at golf and it's a similar kind of level to you, so I'm keen yeah. to hear your thoughts as well. Yep. Well, first off, props for picking it up at 40 and within a very short space of time, going to have 14. Yeah. Like, he must have some sort of sporting background. Because yeah. you only really get out from a sporting background. Ability, like, yeah. If he's played hockey or tennis or, you know, racket-based sports, typically when I, I, I remember teaching students, and sometimes, as I was mentioning to you on the golf course, they're like, if you've got that ability of getting club on ball, yeah. you, you can get it round, you can play, you know, and you've got a bit of touch and whatever it may be. So he's done amazing there. But you're right. 
there is times where he's he's probably reached his expectations quicker than he expected. And I think that's where when the bad rounds take place then, he can't quite yeah, deal with it. Because right. I think when, when you're going up the ranks, let's, obviously he's 40 and just started playing. But, you know, if you are in your 20s and just start playing and whatever, you have your bad round, you grow through them and you learn from your bad rounds and you learn to deal with them to a certain degree, don't you? Yeah, it's definitely. not nice. Nobody likes mm. doing it. But you learn from it. I feel like he's come in and gone, I've cracked this. Yeah, I'm off 14. But he's never experienced those shockers that we probably all did as we first started playing golf, really. Sometimes, might sound silly this, but our good rounds can almost do us more harm than good. Because if you're, say he's off 14 and he might have shot a 10 over par once, that's great for his confidence, but you almost expect to do that more because yeah. you know you can do it. Whereas actually your ability might be 18 over as a rule. It happened to me last week. We filmed, we filmed with uh, Franco. our hero, Jan Franco's and we played straight after and I shot 11 over and I was like <laughs> shaking weren't you? Yeah. you were I was so, so buzzing like old school buzzing I was like yes yes and I thought that's it so that's I'm now you know I can play golf next day everything left and it was so frustrating it was so frustrating so you can get those sort of full scores and think yes I'm amazing now I'm like and it's it's not we, not, we were talking out on the course, weren't we, about yeah. that? Just like the, the better you get, you you always got expectations, so you always think you're going to do better and better, and it's just not the case. You're a great golfer. You, you always you always think, oh, I left shot out there. Oh, I should have done better there. No matter how good you get, you're, you've always got that. Oh, I could do better. I could do better. And I just mm. I think it. Yeah, no matter what standard you are, if you have a good round. The reality is you're not going to match that round because that's not your standard of golf, but it's in there somewhere. But it just never clicks. It's weird. I, I used analogy of running a lot, but like if you went out today and did your best ever 5K and let's just call it 20 minutes on the nose, you can do that now. So obviously weather could play a part, what you've yeah. had to eat that morning or, you know, fitness and stuff, you know, pulling a, a muscle here and there. But as a rule, you can do that if everything goes right. But with golf, you might shoot 80 one day, but because everything went right, yeah. but that might happen again possibly ever, which is quite worrying mm. to think about. But it's so hard to play your best golf and it happens so infrequently. I think as well, when you look at playing your best golf, if you actually really analyse it from a really neutral perspective, you even your good rounds, you'll still pick up points where you could have hold something or yeah. something could have dropped. But I'll tell you what a lot of golfers don't do very often is actually highlight where they got lucky that round of golf. Oh, do you remember when it hit that tree on the, on the third? And instead of yeah. bouncing out of bounds, it bounced in play. Yeah, and do you remember that time where I, I felt like I pulled that putt, but it caught the bottom edge and lipped in? Yeah. Or yeah. do you remember that time when it was going to go in the bunker and it just stayed on the lip and it was safe? You, you kind of forget those those lucky points, don't you, yeah. really? You expect you them, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. you expect them. You yeah, know, yeah. Why, why should I expect them? Yeah, what's the odds of that happening? Slim. And you only remember the bad situations. Mm. And then when you've, even when you play bad, obviously the luck doesn't go your way sometimes. And that's how it kind of rolls. Yeah. You hit off the tree and it goes out of bounds exactly. or you find the water or whatever it may be. And suddenly your score starts racking up. I think it's, it's just analyzing that after you've played to go, okay, yeah, I didn't quite, I wasn't firing all cylinders there, but I got a bit unlucky here and I got a bit unlucky there. And maybe I, I chose the wrong club at this situation or whatever it may be. Also lost my head. We've all done that. Yeah. yeah. After six holes, yeah. I'm playing crap and I've lost my head and I'm yeah. suddenly now trying to smash the ball as my hard as I can. Goes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what else I think he's, he's and he said his name then, but keep Mr. Anonymous. He's done, I think he's not giving himself credit for. He starts off by saying he's been playing golf a year and got to 14 at a shortish nine hole golf course. He's now joined a tougher golf course. Oh, yeah, I forgot about and that. And he says that he's stayed between 14 and 17. Now, that's what the new handicap index is so, so useful because obviously that new golf course might be well hard, it might be five, six shots harder. Easily. So. You know, if you're still shooting around that score a lot of the time, that's great. You might have your bad one, 
But that's going to happen. So it sounds to me like he's almost been too hard on himself. He's, too, he's putting too much pressure on himself. Yeah, yeah it, it, well, sounds it sounds like he's really wanting to improve at a rate of knots. Yeah. And for someone that starts at 40, it's a 14 handicap. That's, 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 you I mean, should be proud, yeah. Mr. Anonymous. I'll take that, well. Mr. Anon. Well, you, UK, <laughs> was the UK average is 18 handicap. Yeah. So if you're below 18, you're better than average. Yeah. And that's what, if you've played golf for such a short period of time, I think he's done great. And I think anybody listening who sometimes doesn't think they've improved, just almost reset your parameters and think, well, what's, what's the thing that, what do I enjoy taking out of what golf? What are you in it for? Yeah. What am I in it for? And then if it doesn't go my way, that's golf. Yeah. I mean, that's very much our channel's model, isn't it? Just, we're not great golfers. We're never going to be great golfers, but you could be. Do we have a great time doing it? Yeah, like it's, it. the, it's the best thing in the world. Playing with your mates, like having a yeah, having yeah. a crack, yeah. hitting bad shots, hitting good shots, having a laugh. That's too, that's the, yeah, too catching up talking about family. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's just a good way to, way to sort your head out and yeah. fitness, whatever you want to, how you want to do it. And that's yeah. If you hit a pearler down the middle, happy days. Then great. Exactly. Yeah. If you shank one in the bush, not so good. Happy days. <laughs> All golfers snap your clubs. This is feel like a very mellow start to the show. This has been nice. I like that, Derek. I feel like we're giving some advice. I mean, really, what we should have said, he, sh- he should quit golf and not play <laughs> yeah. again. Forget it, you know, he's not going to make it. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> 14 after a, after a year, starting at 40. Mr. Anon, cheer up. Be and you might be in a chance for winning the Well, well before we do yeah. that quickly, I think we, we've kind of joked about in the last 10 weeks about Motocaddy because we, we were looking for a podcast sponsor. Motocaddy came on board and they've been phenomenal. Um, they've Obviously, we've been using the trolleys for the past kind of 10 weeks. It's got to the point where... We went and played nine holes in the morning as a bit of a catch-up brainstorming session, and we both took our electric trolleys to use over nine holes, which I almost couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. But it's got to the point for us now, you, you almost don't play, you use it today. Yeah. You almost yeah, don't yeah, play golf without it. And again, we would never have a sponsor on the podcast if we didn't massively believe in the product, because it's not going to work, is it? But we've loved the product, but actually, I think certainly you've loved it even more than you imagined to. What yeah. are the main benefits for you of using the motor caddy? Freedom. <laughs> like it's felt easier. Yeah. Like I'm played I've played what way it's actually coincided really well with the Break seventy five series. So being able to actually use it and play and and just have that luxury of going, I can put as much crap in my bag. I'm gonna put two umbrellas in and yeah, a couple yeah. of uh, loads of waterproofs if need to and drinks and grenade bars and all this like and, and just pack the bag and off you go and it feels like it's stress free. I really like the remote. I yeah, felt you weren't like, sure on that at the start. I, felt like, I was a bit jealous I was gonna, when I saw that. Yeah, I was like, I was oh, say, I wouldn't fancy like that. The start? I felt very conscious. Because I think I'd I think I'd crash it. Yeah. I've never crashed it. <laughs> crash it. I think I'd crash well, it. Well you have crashed it. No. You're quite good at you've got a good handling skills actually. Yeah, I've not crashed it. <laughs> <You're> reverses <laughs> three point turns, the whole shebang. Exactly. And it's got a drifting wheel. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually got a fourth <laughs> wheel on it, like a stabilizer wheel as well. But like the only thing I felt a bit conscious about is I didn't want to come across as a bit of a posy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I'm Rick Ooh, Shields. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me with my trims and, and my rims and my remote yeah. and this, that, and the other. Um, on 12s. No worry about I think it. One, once I got over that and once I started to, you know, embrace that mm. and, and it frees me up, I can smoke cigars now. Yeah. Something I've used to do. So I can now, you know, and I can put my red velvet jacket on. You smoke a lot of cigars. It's got to be one a whole now. It used to be one every night and Rick would like to. I would have got one out. What's annoying though is, he, 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 he won't light his own cigar. So he has to go, Matt, Matt, come and light, light the cigar for me. And Matt has to run over with his muscles out and, and <laughs> send your cigar for you. There you go, sir. Um, yeah, it's been good. I, I've used it way more than I expected. 
I'll continue to use it. Thank you, Motocaddy, for sponsoring the podcast. You've been amazing sponsors, and hopefully it may continue in the future. Yeah, no, mm. uh, yeah. last thing on that, it has, for me, I used to use an electric trolley many moons ago when I was a decent junior. But if you are into your golf and you're serious about it, it is something, obviously, they can be expensive, but worth possibly considering because you do feel better towards the end of your round. And yeah. If you're playing local club comps and you want to play, you know, save a stroke here and there, I, I genuinely think it, it has the potential to do so. We're not affiliated to Motorcade okay, anymore. I've, I've got one, and I love it. Yeah, I think they're great. No, they are good bits go. of kit. So Perfect. what I'm going to do, right, Rick, we've got the emails in a folder from week okay. one of this to week 10, literally okay. in order. Okay. And I, remember, got, I remember every one of them. I've got <laughs> a random <laughs> generator on my phone between one and 10. Okay. It currently says number four because it hasn't been done yet. Okay. So that's just literally on Google. So the first one I'm going to do, we're not going to read out yet. I'll say the number of it though. Okay. They're going to win the trolley. Okay. And the next one is going to win the bag. Perfect. Okay. So the first one. Good luck, everyone. All 10 people. Come on. <laughs> the first one. Come on. Okay. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll show prizes. it to you. Okay. Okay, so the bag is number five, Ooh. which was... Ah, when we had Sophie Walker on, the person that said they'd fallen out of love with golf oh, yeah. and lost all the weight. Well, today, you have just won a motor caddy bag. Yes. Congratulations. And I can't one... remember his name, but it was, yeah, the one with Sophie Walker. Wait, what came... did you say he fell out of love with golf? So basically, if I just pull it up quickly, I won't go through it all And again, he's obviously. lost loads of weight. It was yeah, basically he got into guy... golf to lose weight. Right. And it, honestly, I can't remember the number, but he lost loads of weight. From yeah, just he came, he, the golf course. Yeah, yeah he oh, came really? back a little while ago into golf. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. He became really good at golf. Yeah. And then... Do you want a quick line Ended up Rick? falling out of love with golf, weirdly. Getting oh. back into golf has been a massive positive effect on me. I've lost four and a half stone in Jeez. weight. Um, I found that I was 36 handicap and heavy. Da, 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 he couldn't swing very well. Yeah, and he lost loads of weight, but he was getting a bit annoyed with his scores. So, oh, guys, just enjoy your golf. A common theme, just isn't enjoy there? your golf. The better you get, the more annoyed you get. Yeah. And the one that actually came in first was actually number ten. The one that we just read out. Just done, weirdly. Yeah. So there's two people who have fallen out of love with golf. <laughs> yeah. You've just won <laughs> some prizes. Yeah. Get back into it. Yeah. We're still looking Get yourself back into golf now. You've got a trolley so, and a bag. Yeah. So the motor caddy trolley is going to the one that we just read out, the deer rig, and that was. Generally, just done. There's no reason to, to fudge it. You know what the best thing is? We're just going to put it in the box on Motor Caddy R. Just going to write the word anonymous on it and see see where it gets to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We have no idea where the where the people live and the yeah. names or whatever it may be. But honestly, thank you so much for all the people who emailed into Dear Rick, and we'll keep the section going. And uh, potentially, we might have another sponsor coming very soon. Yeah. Right. Should we get into the podcast? Let's do it. Um, <laughs> that was like that was just the intro, basically. That was just a little like yeah. Um. So, great brothers. Yep, brothers. You're oldest, aren't you, Pete? I am. Uh, Thirty nine and thirty four. I think I am. Yeah, five years. Five years. Now joint content creators. Yep. On the channel, golf partners. Yep. Best, best friends. Best mates. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We get on so well. You seem. You seem like very. Yeah. You seem very. We've always been best mates. Really. I think we've had one fight. You know. In. Well, my 34 years of existence. Fight, yeah. fight. Yeah. Who won? And I'll tell you what it was. It was... Um, do you I'd the say game? Ange. Do you remember <laughs> the game? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I done me it was massively. 15, I was 10. Right, what it was. <laughs> do you remember Diddy Kong Racing? Yeah, on the... Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, I was a bit better at Diddy Kong Racing than him. But then I Ancient got, Lake, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I remember the, I remember the yeah, track. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I was with my girlfriend at the time. I, I, I'm not really a show-off, but I was showing off. So I've, la- I've I've gone past him and I'm like, woo, woo, like that, and I've started spinning round on the on mm. the finish line. Was it L L one? Yeah, was, he was spinning round on the finish line, and he didn't like that. He just turned around and went, bosh, <laughs> I was like, 
I was like literally. I was like, massive fight. Oh my! All over Diddy Kong Racing. Can you believe it? That's that's a that's a bloody fight, though. If after a few hours you probably made up and you were fine. Oh yeah, we were were playing football to each other for for about three or four days. I I was unconscious. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't want to crack a van, mate. It was a big punch. So I never cheated again at Diddy Kong Racing. We didn't cheat you. No, 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 I didn't show it off. Yeah, didn't show it, and I never showed off. So taught me a lesson. And then kind of. I want to almost don't want to dive too much. When, when, when did you first meet? <laughs> How did you meet? Yeah. Well, you know, when did you? Um, that? <laughs> oh, okay. Tell us a bit about the golf. Like, who started playing golf first? Uh, I so I started playing golf. I think it was probably about thirteen, fourteen. My uncle bought me a, an Odyssey two ball putter for Christmas because he saw, he was a keen golfer. And he used to play Wimbledon Park. He loved uncle it. Quite, Steve. He was quite good. I think he played off eight. Best 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 standard golf eight. And then I was showing interest, and I was playing, so we're starting to play golf with Ben, his son. And he was, oh, I'll buy you a club. And then from that, I was just like, it was the best thing. It was one of the best Christmas I've ever got. And I was just down, you know, down Paxton Park, our local sort of track, putting, putting, putting. I was like, I'm getting into this. I was getting the bug. I was like, yeah, can't wait. And I was like, Mum, can I have a set of clubs? Got a second hand set of clubs, yeah, didn't I? Yeah. And that was it, really, from that. Really? I couldn't, I couldn't put them down. But yeah, it was just a great. I was playing football at the time, but I was always sort of half. The thing, the thing with Ange, the thing with Ange, he always needs to be involved. So if he's in a team game and he hasn't got the boys, he, when he, when he was younger anyway, he's a bit like, hmm. so with golf, you're in command. You always have the ball. Yeah, you're always <laughs> it's your ball. Yeah. So yeah, you can take the ball home if you, yeah. if you don't want to play exactly. anymore. Exactly. It's always like with football is, uh, I used to, uh, uh, team could be playing well and I, I'll be playing bad and I'll be like, oh, this is really annoying me. They're all the vice versa. I was playing well on the team where we lost. I'm like, well, I play really well and the team's lost, but it's golf. It's yeah. up to you. It's, yeah. it's your game. You know, even when you're playing with other people or a team game, you're still it's still what your outcome affects. Of course. Affects everything. And I like that format. I like that. It makes me concentrate more and yeah, four hours of concentrating, not thinking about anything else is like we talked talked about a bit. It, it mentally I think it's just great. So you then became a junior member somewhere as well? Uh I didn't join Betchworth. a club until I was well probably yeah, two years later. Probably yeah. about sixteen yeah. at Betchworth. Betchworth part in nice. Dorking. And you got a handicap at sixteen? I got a, an official handicap of twenty two, but I was probably I don't know why I it was so high. I was probably playing off sixteen, fifteen okay. at the time. I was like, I'll take that, thank you very much. <laughs> twenty two, brilliant. Uh there for a couple of years, moved to London, came back, joined Clandon. Yeah, and now we're both yeah. up Fox Hills down in down in Surrey. Yeah. When you did you say did you moved to proper London, like London, London? Yeah, I moved. Is to it balance. is it hard to play golf in London? Uh, I, I, for me, it never really bothered me because I never played golf. You weren't playing them at really. the time. You no, weren't that bothered. So. But when you moved to London, <sighs> my mates were all late to the game. About a couple of people I used to play with, but. Now all my mates play. They yeah. love it. And, so much and, yeah, more popular now. It's great. But yeah. I didn't really have anyone to play with. So unless I wanted to get involved, go back to my old club and try and get involved with a few rounds. I didn't, I, I sort of down, I was hitting ranges and stuff, but I down tools for a, a bit. I sort of, you know, every couple of weeks, maybe a month, I'd, I'd get out, but not consistent. But lands at a premium down in, in London. There's not many golf courses in the city, is there, no. at all? Not, not in there. There's that one oddly on the top of the reservoir, which I can't remember its name now. It's like one of the oldest courses in London. Uh, it's on top of a resi- like an underground reservoir. I'll try and pull it up somewhere. There's, there was a quite a cool story about it recently. Oh, wow. I and I think that's the, that's the closest golf club to central London. If you were to put a in, pin in central London, I'm sure there's a golf course in 
we'll dig it up in a minute and find There's it. There's a few top golfs in Central. I think like down by Docklands. Is a well, that's it. Well, probably not stuff. when you were growing up. Oh, no, nothing. No, definitely. No, so, no, to, no. To, to actually definitely play not. golf, you'd have to go out yeah. of, out oh, of yeah. town. Yeah. You've got to go out to Surrey. Aquarius golf. Yeah, that's it, Aquarius. Was it an 18 hole golf course? I think it's nine. Where is it? Yeah. Pete, just move your mic slightly towards your mouth. Sorry, because yeah. I'm on more of an angle. Yeah. There we go. Perfect. Yeah. So, text off Harry. Um, Sorry, Harry. <laughs> Aquarius golf. I've just put in London Golf Club. Um, yeah, that's the reservoir one. Reservoir came up. So it's it's. I think it's a nine holer. It's built on top of a reservoir, but I'm sure that's the closest geographically to the wow, centre of London. Knew that. Knowledge. Um, I saw a video on it recently, and um, but I know like you've got to go out to Surrey. You've got to go out to the, to the outskirts yeah, to yeah. actually be able to get some decent golf in. Once you get out of those outskirts, though, hundreds golf yeah. is phenomenal, unbelievable. We're, in like Cobham, so, we're so. Lucky. I don't know how close you are to Cobham. That's where we live. That's where we oh, live. Golf there yeah. is Incredible. ridiculous. Like Burr Hill, Burr Hill you've got Silvermere, Fox Hills, Wisley. I don't know if that's actually Queenswood. Comes Queenswood. Queenswood. Close, yeah. Um, like some unbelievable golf What's courses the one, around um, there. What were we talking about earlier? On? Uh, Beaverbrook. Oh, Beaverbrook. Yeah. yeah, good luck getting I mean, some mega, mega exclusive oh, ones as well. But like Silvermere is a phenomenal it's a, venue. It's a great I've never played that course there. well. I can't finish. play that course well. It, it was one something like the most the most um, used golf facility in the UK. Yeah. Like with the golf courses, really? the driving ranges, everything. Yeah, I think it was the... Wow. Because they, they they've got one or two courses there. Just the one. one. But it's like the busiest golf course because of where it is, its location, its price, yeah. its availability. Right it's, the M25, it's right not, the A3. It's not as stuffy yeah. as your Beaver... Yeah. Not stuffy, Beaverbrook or Queenswood. If you ever do want it out, I'll yeah. happily come over there to play. <laughs> yeah. But as in like, it's not, it is more accessible. Yeah. Um, so... Going back, so when you were you were playing loads, you just had no interest, Pete, at all. Not really, no. Like, I'd, I'd oh, by the way, just a very quick caveat for people listening: you've got several names between you. So at the moment, I'm going to call <laughs> Tubes, Tubes, Pete, Pat, Test Tube. Any others? Uh, the, the, Pat Sharp. Pat uh, Sharp. Oh, there's loads. There's Pat load. Well, let's Pat stick. Should we stick with Tubes for this? We stick with Tubes. <laughs> so we know where we're at. And then Pat. Ange. Uh, yeah, Ange. Big Ange. But that's not your name. No, my yeah, name's Andrew. Like Andrew. Oh, right. Which, I mean, yeah. Not even my mum calls me Andrew. I don't even know. Yeah. We used to call you Angus Fraser. Yeah, as well, my dad just like called me Angus Fraser. He was an English cricketer, yeah, I we're think. Not, yeah, he was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I we're just a bit know. weird yeah, family. Just, yeah. 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 All right, I'm going to go with Tubes. Well, we've got lavers. Yeah. We've got the cameraman. We call him the Raving Pig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The Raven and did you just call him Ladders in second? No, Lavers. Oh, Lavers. I think Ladders. We could call him Ladders. His surname's Lavelle. So Lavelle. We just, yeah, I thought he had a nickname on top of a nickname. Ladders, because he's so got you, massive legs. At this point, yeah. your younger brother's playing golf, yeah. really getting into it, yeah. getting quite good from his standards, and, yeah. and, you know, and you just had no interest at this point. Not really, no. I was more football. Football, everything. Football, football, and going to watch football. I love football. I had no interest really I used to go and play the odd round but I found I, after about eight holes I'd get bored really yeah, yeah and I was like I don't want to do this anymore I'll see you in the bar afterwards really? yeah wow. your attention span to golf yeah. is I'd go and watch football considering you grew up as great mates and brothers and everything else and you probably did a lot of things together I guess you, you spent a lot of time together was that the one thing that you did almost separately yeah so you know what, it, when you go, say it like that it's weird it because You'd we did to, do everything I'd, together but it wasn't like it never crossed path. We'd go and watch Chelsea together. Yeah. And on a Sunday, we'd play I'd football play, together. I'd go and play football. in the same football team. He'd go and play golf. You know what's mad, though, with golf? You know, like, sometimes you like something and you almost can't comprehend how somebody else can't like it. So, for example, um, I love Salmoniga Quavers, right? Strange. What about Salmoniga Discos? Yeah, I also like those. Oh, so I, I can't yeah. imagine how someone can't like those crisps because I think they're that nice, right? You with no, me? I'm with you. Yep. Yep. 
with golf, I love golf, but I also can understand why certainly youngsters would hate it or find it boring. Because 18 holes of golf can be perceived as very slow and quite boring. And you do find a lot of people, probably like YouTubes, didn't like it as youngsters. And as you get older and you actually enjoy that going out on the fresh air and chatting to people, yeah. it becomes so much more like appealing, doesn't it? Yeah. And I do think, I know it's a bit kind of deep from where we're going here, but I do think there needs to be more done to make golf more fun for younger people. And, and sh- or even just shorter courses or different yeah. ways. Because yeah. another analogy I use is golf can be boring on TV. But if you show somebody a golfer with an eight-foot putt and if they hold it, they're going to win a massive tournament and win $10 million, yeah. that's so exciting. Yeah, but yeah, totally. the Thursday of a European tour event in Belgium and it's the first group out, how's yeah. that exciting? Yeah, it's not. It's a, See, yeah. I, I don't really watch golf either. Well, we, well yeah, we don't really do we massively. Yeah. I don't. I watch so. everything. Yeah. Yeah. everything. Women's golf, kids' golf, every, every, every really? golf. I've no yeah, interest. It. Unless it's Ryder Cup, I've no interest. I'll dip in and out. I, I like to keep my finger on the pulse just so I know... If somebody asks me what happened at the weekend, mm. I feel like I know enough. Yeah. But I don't religiously watch it every single minute of every single day. But you do, and you're really well, into well, that. It's, yes. it's yes. When, when yeah, when working from home, Un- unhealthy. Like, it would always be. It would always be on. It would always <laughs> really. Be on, yeah. I just love it. It's like for me, it's like snooker. If you put it on, if you haven't, you can dip in and out of it. You can see the scoreboard, so you know who's doing what. You haven't. It's not like a ninety minute game of football. Yeah, that's true. Where you, you know, if you go to the toilet, you could miss a goal. You're like, oh, it's just you know, it's quite a nice. It just ticks along nice. Yeah, I love it. I love golf. And people find that weird to me. They always like, what, what do you mean you didn't watch the Masters? I, like, I might put it on on a Sunday. I mean, I think it's to... crazy you don't watch the Masters. Yeah, I, I, I must admit, that's one that I, I, yeah. I'm with Ryder you there. Ryder Cup all day long. Ryder Cup. Do you know, and do you know oh, why I'm I love not saying Ryder Cup's bad. I'm saying not watching the Masters. I love the Ryder Cup because it's team. They're, they're, they're competing against each other as, as a back team. back to what you were saying. Yeah, and I love that. It's actually football I history so, coming yeah, back out. I love the Ryder Cup. With the Masters, I love the course, obviously. It's amazing. But I'm like... You're not rooting for anyone. I don't really. I'm not you're you're a cheerer. You 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 want to go to Stamford Bridge and you want to cheer Chelsea on and you I have like a team. Menta- I like the mentality yeah. of all the fans together. You yeah, know, cheering for one aim for the team to win. Like I'm happy if, if someone wins a tournament. Well yeah. done. You know, I think golf's the hardest goal, the game hardest game in the world by a mile. So I'm happy for the person, but I'm not there. I don't. I'm not invested that much in that person to be yeah. like, oh, I'm not like, do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, do, I know what you mean. Yeah. I think that hopefully will change going forward because obviously we're seeing now a lot of the tour pros doing a lot more social media content and um, Bryson DeChambeau started up a YouTube channel now and yeah, he's put a few that. bits out there and I've watched a few of his videos. Is it good? Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's quite, quite one of them was like an, a half an hour long of his tournament week and the other one he's done was a what's in the bag, which isn't the most kind of out the box content that one but well, it was that, it, I think that's what makes it so magical well yeah but watching that you feel you know him there's one scene in um, that half an hour long video where he goes to the petrol station before a comp and he's in his Bentley so that's not that relatable but it doesn't like say him in a Bentley just happens to have a Bentley car which yeah. is fair enough and he just stood there in the freezing cold it's raining just filling up his, his gas tank as they say in America and even that, I know it sounds weird, but you think these are normal guys. Yeah, and I think if you, could, if you could learn more about them, you get more invested and you probably would cheer them on more. So I do think that's probably the benefit of all this social media stuff at the minute that we probably will start to see more behind the scenes yeah, of some I of these agree. golfers. Because, I mean, I, I don't dislike Rory. I quite like Rory. But I don't really feel like I know him or know anything about him. Yeah. So if you got to know more about them, I do think you'd start yeah. to possibly cheer Apparently them on his current more. persona is quite hard to relate with because yeah. you don't but see I, the behind-the-scenes stuff because he's so regimented to what he does. I also think that's job of you know um broadcasters and stuff it's like i get you a lot of footballers get a bad rep like, they're boring they're just robots for me it's because they're getting asked terrible questions yeah. that they're going to give terrible answers mm-hmm. so doing the behind the scenes and stuff like that, if they're doing it off their own back is amazing but maybe get them 
when you get half an hour with these golfers, ask them stuff about them and stuff that yeah, people yeah. want to know. Do you know what I mean? I don't think it's all their fault. Some of them there might be, I don't want to talk to the media because I know they're going to ask me bog-standard nonsense questions and I'm yeah. just going to go, oh, yeah, yeah, it's a big yeah. big round coming up and everyone just goes, right, he's a bit of a knob. He's not, he's just yeah. answering a question. I just think you're going to get on today, I'm going to try and shoot low. Yeah, do you think you've got a chance of winning? Yes, I have. Yeah. Like It's the same, like what we talked about earlier, wasn't it, guy? Well, that's mm. it. If you look at the big personalities, I'm looking at the book of Seve now. He obviously had a huge following. He's gone down, obviously, Brilliant. as a golfing legend. Obviously, with his talent as well, but his personality. People like, yeah. even like Beef on a much yeah. smaller scale, but have got such a personality and the difference and they kind of feel relatable and approachable. Yeah. It definitely works in their favour. I totally agree. Totally agree. He's a good example, isn't he? So so honest and true. Just, just love beef. He know. was well. You Rick played him at Wentworth, didn't you? And I, oh, I carried for him and walked round. And he was. I was hoping it would be like I expected him to be, yeah. and he, he completely was. I'm lucky. I played with him twice in Turkey and in and at Wentworth. He was just. He's just the best. He's such a nice guy. Um. So going back to this kind of, you were already playing golf. You're bed into football. We've established that now, and that's kind of you like your team. You like watching all your golf. When did then? When did I think we probably covered this in the last podcast, but when did you start to actually go, Ooh, quite like this golf? Was it your brother that got you into it? Was it was it Ange that kind of pushed that way? Or was it an, an external factor that proper got you playing tubes? Yeah, so, like, I didn't not, not play golf, but, like, Ange would go and play twice a week. Yeah. Yeah? I would go and play once or twice a month. So like, you had a set of clubs, let's say. I had a set of clubs, you know. Do you remember where you bought them? That really terrible driving range. Oh, yeah. Behind the back of... Yeah, the really f- terrible. Yeah, really terrible right. clubs. There, yeah. there were no brand, no nothing. Yeah, I don't know what I was doing. dealer, this guy. He's like, listen, son. He's like, I've got the best thing to slice bread. You've got to get on these. They're unbelievable. He was like, all right. And he's, how much? They're like, 200 quid. He's like, yeah, all right, okay. Yeah, just bought them. You had them for years, didn't you? I did. I did. yellow bag. But to go back to what you asked is like, so I was playing, but maybe four times a year. Yeah. And like I said, I'd get to hole eight and I'd be like, oh, I can't be bothered. But when I finally, I'd say th- five years too late, admitted I had a problem with alcohol, um, that I was an alcoholic, when you're sober, you have so much more free time and you also need to be doing stuff and not just thinking, oh, I'm an alcoholic and I can't drink anymore. Yeah. So I thought, right, why don't I go and give golf another go? And it was a great, it was the best thing I've done. Yeah. And I was never bored. I was just like, I'm out with my friends, you know, and we'd, just walking around, something to take your mind. Off I think you still yeah. got that frustration, but because you, you, like you said, you got, you got bored like, after seven eight hours because it wasn't playing well. And you, yeah, this is this is crap. I'm not. Yeah, why am I doing this? But then, obviously, the more you play because you weren't drinking, the, the, the progression started to happen. It was yeah. all takes your mind off it. Yeah. Takes your mind off now. Yeah, and then yeah. after a while, it was eighteen hours, and we're going back out for another round in the afternoon. It, and we're that going was golf it. holidays. Yeah, you were locked in. We're going golf holidays and stuff like that, and it did. It just made like even when I you know I saw you guys this morning walking out I was like can, the first thing I said was not hello it was like can it get any better like yeah. I get a proper buzz from going to play golf that I used to about thinking about going to the pub like I love I love going on the fairway especially when the weather was like that today. was perfect you can like. probably tell because we're absolutely yeah, burnt killer killer tomatoes. yeah killer tomatoes oh. but yeah we got burnt but I love that I love being on the fairway so for me I just it sounds a bit dodgy but I swapped the fairways for the pub. Yeah, you know, like, swap the pub for the fairways. Yeah, and it really has helped me. It really has helped me. Yes, I get frustrated. Um, I think I should be better, but I've never had a lesson. So, like last week, I went to have a lesson. But for me, it's seeing my friends, seeing my brother. Yeah, 
and just enjoy myself. We do definitely spend more time together now because when you're, you're drinking, it's like going on about drinking, but... But didn't, we know, didn't there's really. There's a reason to talk about it. Because uh, I got fed up because you were just drinking. I was, I was, an arse, I was I can't bother to play golf with him because you know, I just, I just sort of. We, that's the only time we sort of drifted apart a little bit, wasn't it? Yeah, drinking and then ruined quite yeah, a lot. But of now things. it's it's back in again, and yeah, we're just back being. I do want to dive a bit again. deeper into this, if you don't mind. Not like, at all. Not obviously, at all. you're very open with your uh, your addiction, and it, yeah. it really sent you down the wrong path. Obviously, from an outsider looking in. Mm. Like, how challenging was that for you? Because I'm sure there'll be people listening who might have friends or family who are having addictions. And, Absolutely, you know, it's I important to talk about. Like, I'd love to know where your angle mm. on this was as well. Like, watching you, you, your old, older brother, your best mate, yeah. somebody that you've obviously spent all your life with, and a bar the, the Donkey Kong fight that you had. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Diddy Kong. Yeah. Diddy Kong. Diddy Kong racing. So, some fight. Um, like, you were, you were seeing... You know, your older brother really kind of yeah. not go the right path. Like, well, how how did you manage himself. that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it for me, it was tough. Like, it was tough because dad dad had died, didn't he? And what my biggest fear was, you could tell someone not to do something, so you're blue in the face. But if it's an addiction, you're going to carry on doing it. Yeah. I can't say you stop that. Yeah. Because well, you haven't got the addiction. So Does it almost weirdly for some people that if you said stop it, it almost drives them on to do it more potentially? I don't know what how it works, but not necessarily, but you have to want to give up mm. and say, I've got a problem here, this is enough's enough. Yeah. And I didn't do for like five years. And so Andrew would be like, Stop it, but yeah, yeah, okay. It wouldn't it wouldn't deter me to do it more. Water off a duck's back. I was just like, just, I whatever. just maybe I do it with not for two days, and then I just go on a five day binge. Yeah, my, I mean, my biggest. But then, then sorry to interrupt, but then I could go. Well, he doesn't like me drinking, so I'll no, yourself. I'll, I won't go to him because I know he gets the arm. So I'll go yeah. to someone else to go for the drink. Mm. Drinking takes over your life, and it dictated my life for like four four years. Yeah, like so I'll be like, and then these Andrew wouldn't want to come out with me. Because he would be to like, be fair, no one did. No, I mean, it, 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 my real friends, like people that I love and that love me, were like, "Oh, we're not." I, I knew they were doing. They're like, "We're not, we're not really around, Pete." Like, and then yeah. they probably go to the pub and have two or three pints together and go, yeah. maybe talk about him. Just, but then I'd find that the so-called friends who were like, "Oh yeah, tubes and soccer, yeah, yeah." So I'd go to Chelsea, and I'd end up with people like I don't know, just randomers. Like, I see them now, like, "Oh mate," and I'm like. Or I someone would text you, like, oh, I want to do no idea. Who he is. No idea. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, I'd, like, I'd talk face to face. So I'd be like, hey, how's, how's it going? It's been a while, isn't it? I'd be like, huh, yeah. They could almost show you pictures of you oh, and him together. They, they right? did. They you and him together and go, do, do you remember this night? Yeah, you, go, you go, yeah, yeah, great night, wasn't it? The like, amount of times that happened was crazy. So, like, from somebody from the outside, again, did you feel like you had any level of control or any way of being able to convince him. Like, and again, I'm, I'm doing this more from a, of a, yeah, of a learning experience. And it will help, it will help people. Viewers. Yeah. Because I don't know how I would deal in that situation because look, I mean, touch wood, I've never had to deal with that. Yeah. Um, but it is, it must be a real challenge because it, it is the stress it puts on, on your family and your friends yeah. as well. And, and I'm pleased, I'm not, Taking this the wrong, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not fine, like fine, digging fine. into something or no, overturning no, no, something. It's, it's an important I mean? subject. You've, all, you've always yeah. been super open about it, so I feel comfortable talking about and it. So you yeah. should. Um, like, did you feel like there was anything that was going to crack the shell of being able to stop him doing it or no. convince him to do it? He had to do it himself. That was yeah. the only way. That's it. And, and for me, 
because you, you're in a bad way, weren't you? So I just, I didn't, I didn't want to. I was, I was a bit like, if I push him, then if he's in a bad way, what might I push him to do? Correct. And obviously, we just could get worse. We, yeah, yeah, exactly. We just lost dad. Mum was obviously struggling a little bit as well. So I was a bit like, I don't want to help him, but it's not my right to help him. But I can try. I just try and do what I can do. But I don't want him to, you know, to, to go over the, the wrong side of it because he feels guilty that I'm. He yeah. feels like he's letting me or mum down. So I'm just yep. like trying to be a, t- a tough love, essentially, but not just trying to get that balance of how to to, to be that person without... Because if someone tells you like, say, not to do something, or someone's aggressive, then he'll just come back and go, you know, well, you know, why don't you... Whatever yep. off. And then, and then more distance happens. We're not talking. He goes, oh, I don't want to talk to anyone. Then the bottle happens more. Oh, don't drink more, yeah. And then yep. you're back to square one again, drinking more, and it's... Yeah, it's because it, like there's weird because the death of dad ramped up the drinking, of course. But then my actions probably made it harder for everyone else to, to get over it because you've got you know a son who's got vodka bottles under like fun. You know when I, I moved back to look after mum for the first year after dad died, I was I was good. I was still yeah. drinking, but I was like functioning, got functioning, more. got to be good, yeah. got to be good, got to be good looking. There was, after. There was motivation there. It was great, mm. but then. Year on, caught up on you. That clicked into it, and there's, it, it wasn't. But we are talking a lot of alcohol, like from a ten minute walk from here back to home, I'd have done a bottle of vodka. Wow, really? It's wow. And like, about the way up, wasn't it? Like a big vault, like a what? A liter, not a, no, a little no, like no, a no, what are they called? Yeah, it's a half yeah. liter. Just I mean, down it straight. Bang, 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 bang. Oh and I'd do goodness. that because I was living with mum, and I, she she would have known. So instead of like, I used to hide them. I used to, I used to put football socks on, yeah, underneath my tracksuit mm. bottoms, and put the vodkas in to get them back into the house. Oh my goodness! It's, it was bad. I mean, people would go, "Oh yeah, it was bad." Wow. Did you ever feel, Ange, that you were going to lose your brother? And I, and I don't mean that from a obviously. There's know, two. Know there's mean, two yeah. or there's one that's in, as in, you lose him. He does something stupid. He has an accident, and and. You die like that. There's obviously that. There's that risk. Or, I mean, there, or, there's a few times. Jesus, that, yeah, that was but, lucky. Yeah. But also the but risk could have been. There's that which is horrendous. But also the fact that you could have been out of contact. You might have never spoke to him ever again because that happens as well, doesn't it? It tears people it apart. Yeah, Did you ever think that? Oh crap! I'm, I'm losing. Uh, I always thought you maintained a, a level, and I think that's the reason why I never wanted to push it too much because I know other people that haven't had the, the success sort of that you had with we're sorting it out. But fundamentally, I just didn't want. To push him away, yeah. and yeah, for him to do something you know didn't want to do, or him or essentially for him to carry on doing what he's doing, and also I just wanted mum to to just be you know ha- be happier. Yeah. I mean, I've made mistakes. I'm no saint, like you know, like he's made mistakes, but that's 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 all I really wanted from it. I just wanted to get that balance of trying to get everyone back on the straight and narrow again without having to force something because uh, people that I mean, I'm sure people watching this will be in the same boat as me. You don't really want to upset the apple cart, but you, you, you've got to essentially do it. And you're trying to work out the, the the best way of doing it. But in reality, you haven't really got a clue what the best way is. No. And and, it, and it's tough. I mean, I'd much, you know, your position's tougher, obviously, but I'd never want to be there. But it's, yeah, it's a, it's a tough one to manage. But the only, only person who can help an alcoholic is an alcoholic. Of course. Mm. And that, that's said a lot, but it's so right. 
again, I'm, I know I'm going to wrap up this soon because first off, congratulations, you've just come up to a new anniversary of how many years? Five is it? Five years. Yes. Five years sober, which is Saw the Instagram picture that was sick. Like, yeah, that, that is so phenomenal. Thanks, man. And you must look back at this now and. And like, I know we've come quite deep here, but you must look like, you know, holy crap, five years. Don't feel bad about talking about it. No, no, it's not. I just, it's it's important that people hear this because there's probably so many people listening to this going, ah. This sounds familiar. Yeah. How many yeah. we read on the channel uh, about this? Well, we so have, many that, people. That's the thing as well, that obviously we've kind of loosely said, but with this podcast, obviously it is a golf podcast at its core, but we've got... Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're, we're fortunate we've got a lot of listeners, which is great, and it's growing hopefully week on week. But, you know, within that demographic, it's mostly male. We do have some female listeners, which again is brilliant, but it's mostly male. It's typically middle-aged to younger males, and, and things like this are happening, aren't they? So, mm. you know, not that we want to become some kind of beacon of mental health but if we can talk about even if it's 10 minutes in an hour-long but, podcast but, but once it, it could helps. help two people it, yeah it's, it's, exactly it's, it's linked to golf but but even though as well i think what's because a lot of this while you were battling from what I, from what i know you were still working at sky sports yeah on one of the biggest tv shows in the country that's so well renowned by- if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. By so many people. So, 
on the outset to people that didn't know you, you, you might look like you're flying and super successful. And it, I think it just shows that, you know, there is people out there suffering and, and don't always judge a book by its cover. And if, if other people need help and this might inspire one exactly. person possibly to get some help, it's, it's definitely that's worth a, speaking a, that's about. That's a big thing to say is totally. just because you're famous or you're rich or you've got a nice car or you're, you've got that yeah. job, it's, you know, minimum wage. It doesn't matter what person it is. Everyone will have their struggles. So, just, uh, just listen. Like for you, talk. Like, yeah. The biggest thing. Yeah. And for me, listen. Like yeah. I, I had to listen to you so many times, and yeah, one of the biggest milestones was just. Well, you might have said a few swear words and you know, thrown a thrown a few punches, but just you had to get something off your chest. But most blokes. When was that? Don't oh, in your bedroom. Oh, again, see, this is yeah. That's what's I, I, I never forget it, and you just yeah. And you remember it. every name under the sun. I was just like, I, I know, I do I want to be here. Is it easy to walk away and go, do you know what, sod you, see you later? Yeah, yeah. it is, but it doesn't, if someone needs to talk, just try and get it out of them. Or, and also, on the flip side, if they're ready to talk, be there for them. Because right. list, listening is, yeah, it's, it's, it's a big thing for people that have got an issue. That, that's one thing as well, kind of slightly off topic, but on topic, that I sometimes hate about golf, how there is a, a drinking culture with it, where if you don't drink, for whatever reason that might be, you almost get frowned upon. And one little story I remember that happened to me is I'm not really a big drinker, and I often have spells of maybe going a year or two that I'm having a sip, which just doesn't agree with me. I've never had an issue with it as such, but just don't really like drinking that much. I get terrible, terrible hangovers, even off a couple of drinks. But I remember I was fortunate enough to be in Abu Dhabi at an event. Uh, It was the golf, it was one that Tommy Fleetwood won in 2017. And I was there with my old job. And randomly, I was with, um, I won't mention this person, but quite a famous golfer's caddy who I didn't know at all, but he was with the people I was with. And he's going to the bar to get around in. And he said, Oh, what do you want? Joe Bloggs, whatever. And And they said, Oh, what do you want? I said, Oh, just a bottle of water. What? I'm not going to the bar for an effing bottle of water. And in the end, he kind of got it reluctantly. But he didn't ask. He had no. I didn't want it because I was working. I didn't really want an alcoholic drink in forty degree heat. But he never asked like Maybe anything. An issue. Well, exactly. And and some people might have then either felt horrendous about it or might have to peer pressure. Gone, oh well, I'll have a half then. And I just think I'm not saying yeah. everybody, but there is quite a thing. I see it sometimes the people I know, certainly at golf clubs, where it's a culture where you sometimes get made a fool of or laughed at for not wanting a drink or you know. And yep. I just think you know if. If that's your mentality, you need to chill out a bit because you never know what people's reasons are for, yeah, for anything not just alcohol. But and so many people like drive home from like golf yeah, when they when they finish stupid. golf. That's like again, that peer pressure can go on. Just another one. Yeah. Go on, just have another beer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, full well he's already had three. Exactly, and, drive home. and suddenly you're thinking like it's not only your own risk life you're putting at risk. Everyone else is as well that's that you're driving home. Drink so driving is. I think is people listening, obviously, be conscious of people. Be conscious of people's situation. Not only you know what they're going through in life because everyone is going through challenges and whatever it may be. But also, like Gary was saying there, about pressure and peer pressure, and that, that's something really important as well. I feel like we've gone super deep here. It's super deep, and I'm going to add to it. If you are struggling in any way, if with drink, drugs, depression, talk. Yes. You have to talk. Number one tip. If yeah. you have to talk, a problem shared is a problem half. And if you know so someone, always be there for them, no yeah. matter how hard it gets, because... Hopefully there is light in the tunnel for, for oh, everyone. Well, look, there is. Five years. Yeah. 
That's class. No, thanks to... Still hacking around a golf course. Yeah, still, still not any good <laughs> at golf. Um, kind of jumping on then a little bit from... Obviously, we're going to talk a lot in this podcast and we kind of have them. What are you going to say? <laughs> fancy a beer. What we obviously love about golf, and there's lots of those things. We've come on to those, I think, a few earlier. We'll probably come on to it again. But touching then on one of the things I hate about golf is sometimes that thing about people forcing to drink or whatever. But for, for you two now, obviously, playing a lot of golf, What is there anything in golf or golf culture that does your head in that you don't like what is it that you think you could change or you would like to see change is that you know we sometimes said how the stuff people on the golf course or what are the things that kind of grind your gear so to speak for me uh, and well, just come a little bit close for to me Mike. fundamentally and i won't name the golf course i was a member at but they made it really 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 hard for juniors to be accepted mm-hmm. and there was you know i know it's moved on a little bit now but there was an area that only you know adults could go to and i just think without getting morbid those old people will eventually move on and then that golf club has got nothing has got no one coming up, up underneath and no one playing there and what happens to the golf course is it it it, it doesn't doesn't do very well and i just think people need to be more accepting to everyone not not just young people but everyone within golf courses and just try and make it so it's a you know it's more acceptable to everyone to play the game because Golf is a great game, and I think more people need to play it. No matter if you're rich or poor, just try and find levels of way of getting into courses and being more inclusive. Yeah, I feel again. I, I feel like that has changed enormously. Mm. Even when I was a junior golfer, yeah. you're right. I used to remember like snooker rooms where the kids couldn't go yeah. in, and and yeah. this like there's loads of places that I feel like it's changing. Yeah. I do. I've not probably experienced it loads yet, and I'm sure there's plenty of junior listeners going it's not changed at my club it's still stuffy yeah. or whatever do you think there's a balance though so i just play devil's advocate because i was a junior golfer yeah. and i loved it but equally that's just just for the point of this if, if you've a member of a nice golfer who spent two grand to be a member for the year and you're in the snooker room and then some juniors who pay very little which is how it should be come in and start making a bit of a noise or and you wouldn't have gone the table do you think that would annoy you or is, is it completely if, you pay, if you're an adult and you pay the same as, amount as a junior do you reckon they would change their mentality towards the junior because they paid the same. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Possibly not. I, I, li- I like this conversation. I think. It, I, I don't think know what I think about it. The person and I like can it. and can't get away yeah. with rather than I, I, I'm, to everyone. I'm really playing devil's advocate because I was yeah. a junior golf for, for, from being eight till eighteen. So and, and we had rules where you could play in the men's comps if you're off single figures. So it was a kind of if you're good enough Is to that us, up here though. That was up here. Yeah. See, I think. Well, I think people up north are friendlier anyway. Mm. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's more chilled. Is, am I right in saying I think? Where, where, where uh, no, I didn't grow up up north, but, no, but I, 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 I assume I just feel that up north maybe it's a bit more like family friendly, like with golf courses. I, I think might it be wrong on the venue so that, as well. Yeah, like I was a member I think of kind where of where we come from. Do you know where, where we like? You know, when you were younger in the courses, it's in Surrey. You know, money maybe is like yeah. people are a bit more stuffy. I don't know. It, for, um, yeah, my experience could be totally wrong. People could shoot me down. But every course that I turned up to, whether I was a member at it or just a pay and play, it, it always felt like it wasn't my place to be there. Mm. And I know Rick's obviously said it's moved on, and I think it has moved on, yeah. but I think there's still a lot more work to do to make it inclusive to everyone. Do you, what do you think? I know it's a proper cliche discussion, but I still think it's it's val it's got some value, like the dress code and stuff. Like obviously, like you guys were Puma and they're very sporty and aligned to the football brand and stuff. But does that is that a barrier? Because how many 
kids want to, after school, put essentially school pants back on or school shorts and a polo tucked in with a belt and stuff. Like, do you think that is still a barrier? Uh, I don't think so. I think I think it's got so much more relaxed now when you see people walking around like uh, the proper golfers and hoodies. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I think that has helped. And I think yeah, that has helped too young, with the BMW, the generation yeah. coming up. Even someone seeing someone, a top golfer in a hoodie playing golf, I think and they're thinking, oh. What's your thoughts on it? Yeah. I think it's enormously changed. Yeah. Mm. Dress code, like outrageously. Do you like the change? Love it. Yeah. Love it. I, I like wearing golf gear though. So if someone said to me right now, and I think we've had this conversation before, you can wear whatever you want. Literally, you can wear whatever you want. You can wear jeans, you can wear a t shirt, a bloody t- a, a vest, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if there was literally no rules, I still think I'd wear golf gear. To some degree, but then what? So what sort of golf gear though? Are you going? That's like, what I'd already wear. Like I wouldn't massively change anything, no. massively, because I quite like getting into my golf gear. I like putting on smart pants or yeah. pants that are golf pants. I don't particularly like playing in jeans and stuff, but I like going to the driving range. And I was going to say that pants. if we went to the range, you'd always wear jeans. Yeah, but then I think we're on I, the I golf course. Know. I think there's nothing worse than wearing jeans playing golf. See, I don't mind Imagine it. Imagine wearing jeans out there today. I just couldn't do it. Well, until about a month it. ago, Rick used to wear jeans all the time, didn't he? He's now gone to tracky pants. Yeah, guys, tracky guys converted pants. me. And again, yeah. I would. I don't know if I'd massively want to go and play golf in tracky pants, like proper golf, though. That's what I'm talking well, like, no, you know, I agree. Me, me, and a few, me and a few mates, if, if, we, if we'd like... I like getting dressed up. I feel like I'm in the wrong like a night situation out. today. Me and a few mates out having a few beers on the golf course. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, I might, I might yeah, just chill cool, out with, it, yeah. with like tracky pants and whatever. And, and like if I was playing holiday golf or whatever. But I think when I'm playing golf, I do want to feel like I'm yeah. playing yeah. golf. I, I agree with that. The only thing like, so at Marriott where we've been today, they're really relaxed. It's like a hotel course. My home club, it's not the best club in the world, but it has got a dress code as most do. But sometimes I'll be at home thinking, you know what? I fancy going in a little bit of chipping and putting. But, I'm in my tracky pants and I can't ever get and put my golf stuff on. It actually lays it sound, stops me yeah. from going. I, so it's I, that. I, yeah. I, I also think, and I'd love to test this as well. I'd love to do, it's actually, actually a really cool video. Who would actually say anything? Like, I don't, yeah, I don't know if I've ever actually seen somebody be stopped for what they're wearing. I'm sure people listening will definitely say, have you guys ever been? Well, I'm, not, once. Once. Um, obviously not going to end the course, but. Um, name well, them, name. <laughs> no, you, you you know it well actually. But oh, you, oh, oh, yeah, black socks. Yeah, black. Oh, well, black yes. socks, and they just couldn't ridiculous. wear black socks. On. Yes. It's actually the place I used to work. Yeah, because I actually used to endorse that dress code. I actually yeah. used to endorse it, and mm. I hated it. Absolutely hated it. It was that recent. Yeah. Oh, really, Jack Butler? Because it's changed against us since. But, sure. he, but don't, I don't want to name names on the podcast. But the guy that you know that I know. He was cool. He oh was no, like, they, they were they were yeah, unbelievable, they were, and, yeah. I, and I was like, I, but they, like, going back to yeah. it, I totally respect people's rules. Yeah, I don't understand those rules though. Yeah, I mean, no, I, there's I, one I, golf course well, I can't remember. You have to have the the, the socks over the e. What, what, why? Crazy. What's the point where it's up? Do you want another ridiculous <laughs> one I ever heard? My old golf club was member at for a couple of years. It's a decent track actually. Clubhouse is a bit weird, but old. You're allowed to chat in there, obviously, and, and, and discuss and have dialogue <laughs> any, any, no, at any volume you would you like. You're also allowed to watch Sky on your phone yeah. when the telly isn't on for whatever reason, but you can't be on your phone in the clubhouse. Now, does that, if there's no phones whatsoever, I'd almost get it. It's like yeah. a bit of a weird rule, but you can be on it, you can be texting, you can be watching sport on your phone, completely okay. Well, how dare you place that phone near your ear? I know. Put, on loud, put it on loudspeaker. Do you, oh, exactly. do you yeah. two guys know... Who are you know big into golf? Why that is? 
About the phone? Yeah. What, what, where's it come from and why can't old, you talk about it? Is it just from it ringing on the course and it's yeah. kind of come into the clubhouse somehow? But you can have Sky Sports on it. Yeah, exactly. I, I think going back proper, though, if, if you look at what golf was back in the day, it was a, it, an opportunity for, and again, this is not what I believe, but it's what, what it happened. It was the way of men going away to a, to a sanctuary to play golf, go in the clubhouse, not chat to anyone, not be contactable. Put your shirt and tie on. Yeah, put your, like, not... That was your time that you don't get disturbed and everything else. So I think when the phone started to become more popular, the committees of these places didn't want that leisure time to be disrupted in any way, capacity at all. Do you get what I mean? So I think that's kind of potentially where it started. But we've got to bear in mind, the the evolution of the phone has taken place so quickly in the last 20 years that some places have kept up with the time, some haven't. I must admit, though, I feel again... There's not many golf clubs, and we've been to some lovely golf clubs. And I, I've been to some mega golf courses. Again, I've never really been told about being on my phone or being on my laptop or like. No, I've, I, I've never again. I'm sure there will be places that endorse it and are really strict. I think give it another three, five years, it'll be completely it's, different. You know, you know what I think? I, it is. I think a lot of the places that we go to are more aware of it, which is probably why we're filming there in the first place. Yeah, it's a lot totally. of the small member run clubs where yeah, true, very much sec- the secretary of this the committee of this the committee GM, of the other yeah. yeah and it is a bit dated a Can lot I of think it. of it of a golf club what has the rules like that yeah that because like we've played at, we've played at like championship golf court like and you just don't think, feel like yeah, do I you think, think it's a bit different for you guys though because if you're there we do they, what we want they, they, yeah, well, <laughs> we do what we, we want we do what we want the Rick Shield podcast <laughs> we do what we want no but you know, that you're there and you're going to put some custom their way big time. So maybe they don't say it yeah, to you, but possibly. But I do also take, think we, we turn a blind eye if they stand by those rules, though. Then mm, yeah, surely they don't want because more people are going to turn up wearing that gear. But you've seen what happens in Sky. W- Sky oh. There's one rule for one. Rule I bet there's the one course that we did a 75 out that wouldn't allow that. The one where I played, but obviously not the Presper. Yeah, no, they did. They let you on my phone. I'm on oh, the, fair yeah, enough. Then on the, I was on the balcony doing it all. Oh, fair and I asked. I said, like to the waitress, I don't like to use my, my laptop and my phone. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, brilliant. Yeah. So, like, but you're right, though. There will be some probably other rules that, yeah. So I, so I you think, can't change your shoes in the car park at some places. I, I, I just, I'm intrigued the by these mad, mad rules and who comes oh, up with them again, and why. It's, I would be really, really, like, and again, I'm sure people listening going, yeah, I've definitely been collared about that. I'd be surprised how many people are actually love to see properly enforcing these. It's a I'd video for you, you guys. I, yeah, I mean, I'll how give that many a go. golf courses can you be kicked out of? <laughs> I think yeah. I, because that's a total sorted. Because you know, <laughs> you're right. Me you're right. Yeah. Exactly. Can't I mean, he's, he's back drinking again. <laughs> I'll well, tell you what, Rick, I've got actually, this next week's podcast is pre-recorded, because obviously I'm away, that's yes. Min Woo Lee, a European tour winner, a really good guest, but the one after that is going to be kind of a normal podcast, so let's maybe start a new topic, a new a new feature, so if you've got a stupid golf rule, yes. you want to email yes. us, it's podcast at Can Rick we come Shields, back for that one? Of course, yeah, yeah. we can text us some ones that you've got <laughs> as well, so we'll, it's uh, podcast at rickshields.com, and send them in to us, and we'll read out a couple of them next and week, I, I, it's I want a great idea. Picture proof, or, or like stories, yeah. if you've been banned from golf clubs for wearing the same yeah, the yeah. wrong socks we want to know stupid golf sh- rules getting marched I, out by the bouncer I feel, I, feel like we should, I feel like we should shame these places too I mean that might be a stepping over the mark but oh. I think we call them out and go Mr Anonymous has said 
such a such a golf course. Yeah. Didn't let them play because of this or there. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to give them a, give them a chance to answer and go why why is that still the case? Oh, that's nice. That's a great idea. And then, and then if they haven't got an answer, go, well, you know, everyone's got to move on. They might come back and say, well, it's our golf course, that's the rules. If you don't like it, don't yeah, play but it. Yeah, but that's fair enough. But, but you want to know why the rules are in place. Yeah. Yeah, all right, but why? Because I think some of those rules have been so, they're so old that they might not even look to them. They might have gone, okay, well, let's, 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 let's reevaluate these. Yeah. I mean, I must say, I'm saying all this, but you, you know I have some odd rules at my house. Go on. So you have to take your shirt off when you walk in. Really weird. <laughs> That's mandatory. You have to take all labels, labels off. Any drink. Off. <laughs> oh, what a story that was. All labels off. Uh, you've got to you've got to swap the shoes on your feet. So you go left and right and right and left. It's just listen. A few little things. That, yes, the bowing and the kissing of my feet might be a bit yeah. too much, but still, fun uh, the shrine that you've got. To yeah. That is my favourite. How Rick won't let you have a bottle of water with a label on, but I've got a kind of old monster on the side over the. That's just giving free uh, PR to Monster. That's alright, it's an old one. <laughs> I was going to say, like, are, are yeah. you sponsored by Monster? No, I just have Not a, yet. a, a mild no. addiction to <laughs> Monster. And, um, uh, that, was a, that was a more fun topic, definitely. I want to move on to now. I think this is a great opportunity to really plug your kind of joint YouTube channel now. Because it didn't start that way, did it? No, it's always been joint. It's always been joint, yeah. Well, the name wasn't joint, was it? Was it not called Tubes originally? It was, was it, it was called Tubes Golf Life. And then, yeah, you're right, you are right. But it was always joint. But it so was you were behind the scenes. I, you always get, get involved. And I said, no, I said, I, I don't. Because th- initially I thought because he's been on Soccer M and he's already a celebrity famous or whatever you want to call I, it. I, I never say that. Exactly. Influencer famous. Hence no. why I did that. And it, it looked awkward because I know you hate it. But yeah, so I was like, let me just do the, the behind the scenes stuff, essentially. And then... You're, you're you're the face. People know you're the face, so you just stick you know stick with that, and then down the line maybe introduce me if it if it works, give it a go, and if it doesn't, then we won't do it. And well, then I'm thinking if it flops, it's all on tubes. Then yeah, it exactly. Goes well, yeah, then you can yeah come a little on. safety net. Thank <laughs> yeah. you very much. Yeah, no. Um, but, when, yeah. but he came on during COVID when the golf courses came back, um, the first lockdown. We did. We tried one of the vlogs uh, with me and Ange because we couldn't get to guests and stuff like that. And he's brilliant. Mm. He's absolutely brilliant. Yes, right. He's seem quite natural on camera. He's funny. He's so funny. He's so funny, and he's the, and uh, it was always the plan to, in my eyes, to have different strands, but like you know, doing the challenges, the yeah. two brothers, vlogs, lockdown and, and, and challenges. He, he won't take it. He'll be like, Ooh, da, da. he's brilliant. He's really funny, and well, and, and the audience. Yeah. And you are, you're brilliant. And the don't let me go and know in the comments if you don't like me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you get people like that yeah, all the time. Like, like, oh yeah, what's he doing on there? Yeah. Like, but it's. it's it's minimal. We are lucky we don't get that much, but you know, you, you get regular clients who are arseholes. Also, when, when we started out, we were, we were a tiny, it was literally me and you, wasn't it? Yeah. So I was doing the editing and the filming, and we had a, you know, Robbie who helped us out a lot back in the day. But then, yeah, shout out to Robbie Knox. Yeah, and shout out to, to Labbers, a guy that we use. Um, Raven Pig, you know, if you know our channel. With, yeah, we can't do without He's him, so man. talented. Yeah. Uh, Piglet. Which Labbers, obviously, you know, he does that. Yeah. It gives me time to to do yeah. stuff more on camera rather than behind So, yeah, it was called Tubes Golf Life, but then Ange was on it a lot, and I said, come on, it's Tubes Ange Golf Life. And right. Reluctantly so, yeah. said yes. You know, and, and it's, it's good. It's good. It's good. I love um, it. Whose idea was it originally? Where did it come from? Well, it, it stems back from the, the, the interviews, isn't it? The, like, I was like, there's something in As this. As you mentioned before, the rushes that were left on the yeah, floor. Yeah, I was just like, uh, footballers... 
are playing golf more. Golf's becoming a, a, a middle, you know, it's more accepted to everyone. Like we're talking, you know, it, more people were starting to play it. Footballers were playing it. And I was like, you've got a good relationship with footballers. Why don't you do what you do on a golf course rather than in a in a, in a room with, you know, three cameras and just you know, static, not talking about it. It'd be more dynamic. It'd be more interesting. You can play games within interviews, tie it all into one, give that a go. But you were drinking at the, the time still, weren't you? Yeah, so I, you, I think, you, you, you I wanted think. to, but you couldn't do it because you... Oh, liability. It was yeah. occupying your time. Drinking thing. I know you, you don't want to go into it. That you know, but I don't mind. No, no, no. Like, but it was like I was never. You, you, I could be good for two weeks, and I could be like on form, like, and we could go and film some golf stuff. And mm. Like, bang, great. But then because it went so well, I'd go missing for a week because yeah. oh, I was right. so buzzing. So you've got to stay consistent and with, with it. YouTube. Like exactly. we've learned from you guys, you know, since we started our, it's like the consistency is important, you know, and the, the upload and all that. I was in no fit state. Yeah. Like to do that, I couldn't commit. You, so didn't, you, you also didn't quite get the concept. Plus, of, I was like, of YouTube I was like, either because I've, I've got a couple was, of YouTuber friends mm. that are sort of obviously not on your, your guys scale, but quite you know sort of half a million and a and a, and a quarter of a million. And I met Steve Booker, wasn't it? Steve Booker, yeah. And you, you it was a Eden Hazard Street, wasn't it? At Chelsea training ground, yeah. And obviously, we've worked at Sky and got all the all the cameras there, and it, you know it's it's a, it's a big event. And I remember Steve just turning around to Pete because I actually got Steve to play golf with us at Tyrrell's Wood. And I remember you saying in the car park, you were like, don't, you saying, this is not a meeting. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I don't, you know, just don't, if you, if you talk talking about YouTube, I'm not really interested. I'm like, okay. So we started playing and eventually like eased it in, eased it in. And then, yeah, he, we showed him a video of the Eden Hazard and he was on, on social. And Steve was like, yeah, you, you, you do that with a guest on, you know, on, on, on our channel and it'll, it'll bang like, like that is, and you like, but yeah, but about the graphics, and he, he was like, yeah, you know, people can make them with half, you know, with half, half, a, half a talent. So and you were like, and you were just, I remember way, the moment yeah. you were like, okay, and then you got excited because you, when you're into something, you are, like, like you, I've noticed you're fully in, like mm. on it, on it, on it. But like, you don't see the, yeah, you it's don't like, see the, the vision to get there. Mind yeah. into this, yeah. yeah. That's, you know, it's like everything, like, once I got talked around into thinking it, and then the next day, wasn't I, I was like, oh, you're John, John Terry, Terry, John Terry, I was like, bang, I was like, got him, got him, he's sorted, he's doing it, he's doing it, Jimmy Blood. Uh, yeah, it was just getting beef, that initial doing it, belief beef. that you it could work, and then once you got and that then, belief, you were like, right, got we're, we're, to it. Like, when you look now, though, it's a legitimate channel, I mean, you know, obviously you guys know how well you've done, but you have done really well, you're obviously chasing down that 100,000 plaque very soon, I think you're currently on like 95, just over 95,000, yeah, so trying. just after this has gone live, hopefully you'll be, be right on that, you've had just over 11 million views on the channel. Um, getting about a million a month at the minute it looks to be so you, you really yeah, that's, a good you know, couple that, of months post, going really post well uh, obviously you're big on Facebook as well so they're growing on there but it's um, we, we've had this conversation before and we won't go too much into the whole world of YouTube I know not all listeners are, are that bothered but it's a strange platform isn't it obviously Rick knows as, as well as anybody because sometimes you'll create a video that you know is, is one of your favourite it doesn't get the views you expected or sometimes one that you didn't think was that great does really well and it's mm. It's a, it's a tough platform to be on, but I'm guessing for you guys, when you get your hands on that silver plaque, that will feel special. Yeah. I, well, it's just a journey, of, isn't First it? of all, hopefully we do get there. It's just, it's so much special that it's me and my brother mm. and and Lavers. And it's, and I've got to say Robbie Knox as well, like back in the day, he helped us. But it, it's such an achievement because we've done it together. Do you know what I mean? And it's our idea, it's our content. It's, you know, we've worked so hard for it. And you are right, I, I'm more... Me more than Ange, it, it upsets me massively when I've, we put a video out 
and I'm going, he's doing that, and he's said that, like, he's never said that before. And it, it does get me down. I can't lie. In what way the comments? Did you no, the comments are great. The comments. Are what do you mean by then? Uh, the figures. Figures. Yeah. Oh, the right. first hour when it's not got what you expect. Yeah. Why is it not one? Why is it not one out of ten? It really gets me. It, and it, yeah, to a point. Literally half an hour goes released. Text from Pete. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe he's done that badly. I'm like, yeah, yeah. okay, just give it time. It's, it's like, like it is like a drug because uh, just for people listening, when you release a YouTube video as a creator on the app on your phone, it gives them a ranking from one to ten on your ten latest videos. So yeah. if you release a video today that's doing really well, it might be the number one out of ten. When we get a video that's one out of ten, we're like texting, aren't we? Unbelievably excited. I, but I open bottles of champagne. Yeah. I let, yeah. I let a, a white dove fly into the sky. Go over to your shrine in the yeah. earth. And then when one is coming in, 10 out of 10. Sometimes we know when we release a coaching video, for example, it never does great to start with, but over six months it will Builds do up. really good. Yeah. But if we release one that we expect to be a, a good one and it's coming in like six, seven, or eight or nine or 10, it does. It, sometimes it can ruin my weekend. On I, Friday. I, I have a teddy yeah. cat that I kick. <laughs> Not a real cat. <laughs> Kick the cat. Not a cat called Teddy. No. Yeah. A Teddy cat, yeah. A Teddy cat. Well, I, kick yeah. I, I kick it. I kick it. Punishments take place. I, yeah. I, I, I stand sacks, out. Sacks me five times. Yeah. <laughs> Your poor children. They're like, oh, no, Daddy's got an eight out of ten. Oh, yeah. it's, called cat, it's called cat time. It's like, it's like a work conservatory. Daddy's having cat time. <laughs> just like that in the, in the studio, just shaking. Oh, please, please, watch, me, yeah. please watch Daddy's video. <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm like, we need to do something. We need to change the title, yeah. the yeah. thumbnail, well, something. What we've not... Needs to... Whose idea was I this told you to do Whose this? idea? Matty, get <laughs> in. And Guy says, it was yours. I was like, uh, all right, just give it time. It'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's managing those expectations. A bit weird, like golf we've talked about. Like sometimes you go out with all the best intentions that you're going to play the best golf in the world. You've been yeah. to the driving range. You think Similar, I'm absolutely striping mm. it. You step on that first team you have a nightmare mm. sometimes a bit like with youtube like everything you've done well but sometimes the, as it goes into the algorithm it just doesn't pop it doesn't yeah. set yeah. fire it sometimes me. it does again at, later i'll be honest with you i'm going to be frank with you and guy i'll vouch this it doesn't change mm. like it doesn't matter how big the channel is that is still the same like it's a blessing this one out of ten rating but it also can be a curse because oh, it, really, yeah. it can really because also your content will be very varied if Every single week, you released a video that was so unbelievably similar to the last episode, for example. Yes, you would expect growth, growth all the time. But as your channels, your videos now, which are, videos are very different to each other week on week, you can't, mm. they can't, you can't grade them the same way. No, you're right. And, and like, what's really interesting with yours, obviously, you mentioned just earlier, you had one of your idols on your on your show recently, Zola. God, yeah. Um, which is like massive. But then kind of work it out before like if you're not a massive Chelsea fan or not you didn't grow up in that era or whatever you might not watch biggest thing in the world for you and yeah. it's a, an amazing credibility point and the video will be massive and I'm sure it'll go huge views in the future mm. and it gives your channel huge credibility that mm. you can pull in these superstars mm. but sometimes that video doesn't pop because it's just like eh, maybe not as many people are interested in that yeah. topic potentially and, and it's something I'm learning because like I was bad when I like it still are yeah, I'm still bad, bad, but not as bad as I was. Yeah. I have got better. I've got better. But it's yeah. like you wait twenty minutes to text me rather than ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah shut up. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I th- I suppose it makes it harder for me as well. Where I I can do an interview for Soccer AM, and then within a week it's at a million views, and I'm like, yeah, but well, the golf one I've done much better. But so much more effort and time. And <laughs> yeah. but where does that go? Is that go on YouTube? Yeah, yeah. as well. So- Soccer, I know Soccer AM's got one million subscribers, so I understand that. But I'm like, the vast difference of the views on that one from 
something that you've got so much more information and laughs here. Than how long's that been going for? Like, yeah, I know. Like, I've got no patience. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. all it's all that side of it. The other well. thing, I sometimes I'm not very good at, and I think Rick's in the same boat. And I'd be interested to hear you guys. I'm guessing all the answer already, but like. When you reach looking for a milestone, obviously, as I said again, you're fast approaching 100,000, which is incredible. It's the first real milestone that YouTube recognised. Obviously, they send you out the silver plaque, which again we touched on. But like when we hit the million, obviously for Rick that was a much bigger deal than it was for me. He's built a channel from literally zero to a million. I joined him just before a quarter of a million, so it was still a massive achievement. But it didn't feel quite the same. But we were so you excited. Should, you should be proud of that, though. That yeah, well, yeah. He, he did. I gave him a little pat on the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give him too much credit. Yeah. No, it was. It well was, yeah. it was amazing. <laughs> and we've been, but, what, but we've been chasing it for so long, and you hit it. And the first day, I was like, I was euphoric. But so quickly, it's like, what's next? Yeah. And, next and one, even yeah. with this podcast channel, we recently hit just over 100,000, and we were so excited. The plaque on its way. And then now it's like, okay. And I sometimes don't think we actually celebrate it enough. I don't know. I don't know, meaning we should go out for a meal or something. We just don't. It's always the next thing. Same with the big video. It's like, that was good. What can be next? What are you guys like with that? You know, when you hit 10,000 subscribers, you're looking forward to that. And then 50. Yeah, we like you. We want more. Yeah. We want to put, we want to get better and better and better. Yeah. I, th- I do think that's what drives you. And also, like, I think that's a good thing. I, I, I think that's healthy. I think it's good. But you, I also think. You can look back in the need, future and go, well, this yeah. is what we did. That's how I see it. Yeah. I think sometimes the, the, the issue may arise that if you, if you were to actually really go full tilt and, and celebrate and everything else, you almost take your eye off the prize. And, then, yeah. and yeah. then you kind of go, I've hit that milestone. Like if we got to a million, we could have easily taken our foot off the accelerator, yeah. kind of gone, oh, we're in cruise control now, we're flying now. Mm. What, why do we have to keep no, going? I, I have that but as soon as you go over yeah. a million, we're like, right, our next video is going to be our biggest. Our next video is going to be our biggest. Our ne- and that's the kind of mentality you need. And I think that's that can be seen in any walk of life as well. But that's yeah. the reason I brought that up as well, because of golf, it's exactly the same. You could go out today and shoot your best ever score yes. of 79. We go home absolutely buzzing, yeah. ring your brother, text a couple of mates. The next day, it's so, well, I've done that. Let's get 78. Yeah. Yeah. And you can never beat golf, can you? No. And that's why so many people listening might not create YouTube videos, obviously, but everybody listening plays golf, I imagine. Yeah. And it's the game that you can you can never ever beat. And even if you go out and shoot the course record and you get your name on the board, Still you go bad. home and you think that put lip down on seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so right, so right. So what's the future? What guests? What if you were to put up three bucket list guests together for the show? So again, people, I'm sure hopefully they've watched the channel, but. The concept is quite simple. You, you've got this new edition, which is Beat the Dales, which we did today, yeah. where you two play as a team. Dales versus Shields. Whoa. Is it sometimes handicapped, I guess, if they're not, if they are We normally pro? go for people, calibre of people like yourself. So who have we done? Jimmy? Jimmy Bullard in Scratch. He's a good player, yeah. Yeah. Stuff, though, isn't it, as well? Standards, pro, yeah. You're a pro. So it's only if someone is heap hot. Yeah, really, then, really good. The other ones, like the Zola one, was that just a straight oh, out four hole, four hole challenge? Yeah, that's more. That's Walk more. So today, we're like, we've got like me doing a four hole challenge with you, Rick. There's pointless because you'll win. Simple as that. But me and Ange can. Well, go the chat would be good. The chat would be great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The golf would be a waste of time. We, but we yeah. can do more. We can do more filming with you. More shots. More, more shots, golf. Mm. More golf. More talking as well. We did loads of talking yeah, today, and it was really, really interesting. So, if there's someone who's really, really good at golf, we go Dale's versus. Right. Um, but we're going to start doing four hole challenges. Yeah, together. we're going to do. We're going to yeah. do more. That'd be good. More together. Yeah, yeah. That'd be good. Nailed your channel, like we said. Obviously, 
we spoke to Tubes last year on the podcast and stuff, and I know uh, Rick had been watching a bit. I'd watched quite a bit. My brother's a massive fan of, of what you guys have been doing as well, so he'd, he'd certainly been mentioning a lot of the videos that I hadn't seen, and then I went and, and watched and stuff I like appreciate that. You watching. Yeah, it, no, it's, it's nice, good because there's actually nice making hear, golf content now, isn't there? And we see, and, and I think, we always do try and help. If somebody reaches out to me, certainly, and I know to Rick, who, who we know of and is making videos and looking for advice, we'll always try and help. But it's great to see someone doing something different that's original, which yours certainly is. And I really believe that, um, you know, you're 100,000 now, just under, but I think it's going to get big. I think it's going to get really big. Hopefully. I mean, we didn't really set out to be original, did we? I just think we'd set out just oh, two brothers, mates, just enjoying playing golf and having a laugh. Like, I know it sounds a bit cliche, but. That that really was no, that really I, was I, it. I think, and, and I, yes and no with that, Ange. I think we we set out and we said let's do something like that. You know, we can't we can't do the, the coaching videos. We can't, you know, how not to do it. That's what yeah. we get into anyway, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So, so we thought, like, what can we do on a golf course that's going to get people watching? So I, I think, yeah, I think and it's things like the where you made it fun with. I know I joked about doing the birdie dance and things like that, and. You're singing as you come into your yeah. intros and all that. Like that's different. And, and nobody we're using else is doing that. terminology like exactly. Shank Lampard. <laughs> Shank Lampard. But that wasn't that wasn't that wasn't instant. That, was, that wasn't thought that, about. That's just no, us that's, being how yeah, we that's are. Not, we've not we've well, not we planned. Yeah. Like, we need to we sing just or talk do. nonsense. We just yeah. talk absolute garbage exactly. most yeah, of the time. You've got nicknames on top of nicknames on top of nicknames. Three guests then. Yeah. Footballers you want on the show. Footballers. Let's go footballers first. Let's go footballers. Okay. The problem with the people that I would love on. I know for a fact they don't play golf. And I've been so lucky, well, we both have, but when I say I, I mean on the four-hole challenge, I've had John Terry. Yeah. Like, Gianfranco Zola. And we know what John Terry, as well as being, you know, one of the Chelsea's greatest footballers, what he did for our family, which I think we discussed yeah. on before yeah. on the podcast with, you know, when Dad I was scattering your, your dad's ashes, weren't dad's ashes. Yeah. Slipping us so in the back door, legend. Yeah, was, you, know, all, you know, the whole family going around Stamford Bridge with dad's, like, dad's ashes, putting him underneath the ground was a class touch so we've been so lucky to have these people so has he been on the channel John Terry, Terry yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah he was one of the first ones to it do really it really helped us out again what about mm. if you were to mix it and not do out on the golf course like what oh. about if you what about if you did like pitch and put you do mini crazy golf, golf. Yeah. Dizzy Rascal doing pitch and putt yeah. that'd be quite good well, I love you, could like you guys could even go to the driving range like you don't yeah. have to like it's I think yeah. I think what would be really powerful for you guys if you were to get a huge football name I'm going to go huge Ronaldo yeah. right and took him to a driving range or mini oh, golf or I'd whatever. Like, how good would that be for golf as well? Oh, to show yeah. the fun side of golf. So, yeah. again, we've got no barriers now. Okay. Give me your three. Right. Uh, Messi. Messi? Messi, because I think... It... Is he good at English? No. Okay. Subtitles. Subtitles. It'll work. I'm not a word. I think, I'm not a word of English. <laughs> I, think he can get, I think he can get by... Um, is it three each or are we doing three com- Three combined. Three combined. I'm so we'll ask you about golfers in a minute as well. I'm going to go Messi. Ange, your turn. I'm going to go Harry Kane. Nice. Yep. England captain. I think that's achievable. I think you'll get him. I think we He's get a big him. golfer too. Harry Kane slash Mr. Bale. I think this time in 12 months, one of those two will have been on the channel. Yeah. What about, I've been, what about trying to get Bale. I've been Bale Kane Bale. versus Dales. Oh, we'd get whipped. Or just Bale versus <laughs> Dales. <laughs> we'd get exactly. absolutely taken to the cleaners. Um, <laughs> one more. All right, what well, well, about Bale, Kane, Messi versus Dales? I'll carry for someone. 
Okay. We However, need you on that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll have to caddy then. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bring my motor caddy. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to. Uh, I'd like Didier Drogba. And I know everyone's going to go, oh, he's because he's a Chelsea fan, but oh, I love that bloke. I think he's one of the nicest people I've ever met. And I'd love to talk about all his charity work that he does. He sends so much money back yeah. to his country. He builds schools in his, in his country. Massive, yeah, massive charity. And I coast, think isn't he? we could talk about football. You could talk about all that. And he's a dude as well. You can do the Didier Drogba celebration down the fairways. It'd be amazing. So You've had many managers on? Managers? Um... We haven't had any managers. No, Sparky no. didn't come on, did he? Um, We've had no managers. Well, Jane Franco's over. Yeah. He's been a manager. Oh, yeah. Pre-year. Um, so let's say... No, what's no, say no current, current manager. Current no, manager. Current manager. No, no, Sean Dyche. Yeah, he's a big golfer. Yeah. I'd like to see Gerard yeah. on there, Steve yeah. G. Sean Dyche. That's a good shout. I'm gonna, do you know what? This summer, I'm going to get Sean Dyche on. He would do on. it. He would do it. I'd, 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 we'd text sometimes. That sounds awful. That would be cringy. But yeah, he's one of people I do speak to. Yeah, he would definitely do it. Have you done? Have you played with him? I've played... In the same party as him. Right, okay. So we went up to Lot Lomond and it was Sean Dyche, um, Morris, David Morris, yeah. and there was a couple of other managers I didn't really know. Um, but yeah, he was dead into his golf, like well into his. He would definitely guy. do it. Pep's a big golfer as well. Yeah, Pep's a Pep's huge golfer. golfer. Pep would, I've met Pep. I've interviewed Pep a few times. He's he's so intense. I don't know... Is a foot. I don't know if he. I don't know if he'd get it. I mean, Sean Dyche with us, wouldn't he? He'd have such oh, he'd a have laugh. laugh. Oh yeah, yeah, he'd he'd have have such yeah. a laugh. And, and it's like you. What we were saying earlier when we were having a bit of lunch, you were like, you only want people on who's going to come on and enjoy. Of course, it. Yeah. I don't think Pep would come on and enjoy it. That's I fair. think Pep would be like, Terry's a good lad as well, and you could have a match. Is Ben me from Burnley? Yeah, so yeah I used yeah. to teach Ben. Did you? Left hander rips it. Rips it. Honestly, so you, could, you could go. Mates knows him. He's you could go Dyche. Ben me. You two. Burnley versus North versus South. That'd be awesome, wouldn't it? Chris Wood also plays golf. I, what striker. about? Would you not the golfer? <laughs> no, you also play yeah, golf. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Would you um, have you interviewed, or would you interview on on the show? Because I know he's a golfer as well, Sir Alex Ferguson. Oh, I'd love, love that. That'd be quite cool. I'd love it? that. I think he'd be the birdie dancer. I think he yeah, would. I'd not do it. <laughs> no, but I am pretty I make sure. Him even if, that way. even if we got to your level, um, I say. If, when, come on, Ange, we can do it. Um, I don't think he'd do it. No. I don't think he would. Uh, he did He did an interview recently for Lad's Bible with Phil Neville. Phil? Gary Neville. Garris. I think that was just because it was Gary Neville. All right. Yeah, and he probably got weighed in a lot of money. But I, He's I, got I, sort of, is a new uh, documentary? Doc on Amazon. Yeah. They've watched it last night. That's just one of his commitments. Is it good? Really good. Yeah. I'll try that. I, I just don't think, there's some people that I don't even bother trying. Yeah. Did you know I mean? It's not me being defeatist. It's just going, I just know... From twenty years in the media, you, some you are don't. not getting to. But it's also like you said, would, would Ferguson be? Yeah, as exactly. good as it would. No, as yeah. good as he would be in terms of name. But like you, you want people, and as we've said with the podcast, who want to be on there, they're going to put not a performance in, in sense of acting, but a performance making it good viewing. I've played with him once, Alex. Yeah, a few holes. Where was that? He was a member at May. They gave him corporate membership oh, right. at May. And Bobby Charlton. Yeah. Right, this is massive. Let's talk. Yeah, he's a big golfer. I, he, I know he's a big. He wasn't particularly great, <laughs> but he was. Remember the seventeenth hole? Yeah, the one um, coming near down the massive the... house. Yeah, on yeah, the right. Yeah, it's like a ditch. I think if it wasn't for me, he'd still be in that ditch. I, I, I rescued him. Oh, really? That's my claim to fame. Wow. Um, what was he like? Lovely. Couldn't really understand the word that he's saying, but lovely. Yeah. <laughs> when, yeah, talk about translator. That was that was going back. He was still managing at the time. Oh, yeah. Right. So that was probably it. Would have been pre two thousand thirteen, probably like two thousand ten. Were you coaching him? 
I gave him a few little pointers, but I wouldn't claim to have coached him. I gave Bobby Charlton a lesson, an actual lesson, and I gave uh, Sir Chris Hoy a lesson as well. Yeah, so yeah. Wow. Um, played golf awesome. with Giggsy. Um, due to hopefully have, well, spoke a bit with Paul Scholes. Yeah. He's, wants he's a good player, come isn't on, he? Come on the podcast. Oh, I'd love to get Paul Scholes yeah. on. He's a nice, really nice yeah. guy. Um, we could, I reckon we can get Paul Scholes. Oh, yeah. definitely. He's a well into his golf at yeah. the moment. Like, loves it. Uh, used to teach Carlos Tevez Did golf. You? I remember that. He used to come into Trafford all the time. At Trafford. Yeah. So when he first joined United, he went United then City, didn't he? That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when he first joined United, oh, maybe I joined. No, I, you know what? I coached him when he was at City. Yeah, yeah. So he came to the driving range at Trafford and he used to come down with his translator to the driving range. Wow. And I used to do this trick where if I knew a famous footballer was on the driving range, I'd let the, the guys would text me going, Carl's Tevers on the driving range, right? So uh, I went out there and, and bumped into him. Oh, Mr. Tevers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I took it, I took like his basket and stuff and go, oh, by the <laughs> way, we golf balls, mate. <laughs> <laughs> his, empty ba- his empty basket. I'm back. It's funny. It is Argentinian accent. Two foot you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'd always say, um, if you want some privacy, sir. Um, I've got a teaching bay that's free at the moment. If you'd like to come down and use my VIP nice. VIP bay, lounge, VIP, yeah, <laughs> follow me, sir. Come on, down. and he's like looking at me like, and the translator would, uh, would explain. So he You've came literally down, got his balls in your hand. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, was already, I was already taking his basket. Yeah, basically, you come with me, like yeah. it or not. We went to dra- we went to the teaching bay then. So I was kind of not teaching currently at the time when I was when I had him in, but I'd have the videos running. So the video camera's running. Right. And what I do after I hit a few shots, kind of just go, hey, just yeah. come have a look yeah. at this. Good. Oh, you need to do this. Because it's dead easy to coach. You just use lines and circles yeah. Yeah. and whatever on the on the swing analysis. Mm. Before you know it, he's bought 20 lessons yeah. and he's coming back like every other week. Tevez, Robin Van Persie was another used to big get name. The two twins from United coming down. Or was it Fabio, Fabio and, and Raphael? Raphael. Yeah. 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 Uh, but Robin Van Persie, literally a week after he signed for United, right? Again, similar story. Come down to drive range with his family, right? And it was dead funny. I was quite busy on a Sunday afternoon and I had maybe a a half an hour slot free after I had a client I had in the moment. And after that client, I had half an hour spot. And I got told again from the lads at the front desk because it was their thing that they text me if there was a footballer in. Mm. Yeah, because I got loads of money, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. I'm not daft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <absolutely. laughs> so this is my end of yeah. So they they um, they come down and again I thought, but they're robbing my pussy. It's literally so. It's just come to United. This is massive. So my client that I had in, I kind of bargained and said, "Listen, can I cut you a deal? <laughs> this is awesome. Can I cut you a deal? Yeah. Could we possibly cut you less? You're striping it. You're hitting it so good. You don't need. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need, oh, you don't need me you anymore. Don't need yeah. me. I'm back. Can we cut a deal where I owe you half an hour in this current lesson, but I'll give you an hour next time you come? Good. Okay. If well, I can kick you out my bay right now. Yeah. <laughs> you so got forty-five yeah. seconds to get out said, quick. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I ever saw him again. Last, I think I annoyed him. But I bet you got hundred lessons. Yeah. Six hundred lessons of RVP. Before yeah. I knew it, did the sim- similar trick with uh, I did with Tevez and invited him down and got him in the teaching bay and mm. and he bought another twenty lessons. I taught him, his son, his wife, his daughter, all down there. And then my only last footballer, certainly at Trafford that I taught, was Hernandez. So yeah, Hernandez yeah, yeah. used to come oh. down for lessons. He was probably one of the other ones. And then the other, other old school <laughs> one was Harry Kewell. Harry Kewell? Yeah. He's Leeds. Yeah. This was a really funny one. He's a good golfer, right? I don't know if I should tell this story. Do you know the Harry Kewell story? Rings a bell, but I don't know. If I, <laughs> I don't know if you should say it. Probably best of the fact that you're both yeah, saying you're not, you're not sure. Don't. Yeah. don't. Maybe leave it for the uh, after hours that she'll go on show. Don't think Give me a clue bad. what to do with it, if I can remember. It was to do with his grips. 
Oh yeah. Oh no, it's not. Oh yeah, I know it. So Fine. right, Harry Kuehl comes in. <laughs> I can't wait. For hopefully, I'm not talking out of turn. Hopefully, I'm not no, talking out of turn. Bad. Harry Kuehl comes in. He's left-handed, right? Yeah. Rips it. He actually really, really, really yeah. good golfer. He could really stripe it. I'm going to really big him up just in case this backfires. Yeah. Unbelievable guy. One of the nicest people I've ever met. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's that bit out of the way. Yeah. But he was nice. But he came in one day and said, "Rick, Rick, Rick, I've got my clubs all regripped." I went, "Okay, have a look at them." Right. Now Harry is. Married to Cherie Kewell. Yeah, Cherie yeah. Murphy used yeah, to be yeah. over in here in the UK, soap star, used to be on Emmerdale or something like that. Yeah. I, Emma, I think it was Emmerdale. Emma yeah. She came to Soccer yeah. quite a few times. Yeah. She's she's wicked. Right. Yeah. says, check out these grips. So these grips he pulls out, right? And they are transparent grips. Okay. Which is not weird. They were called see through grips at the time. I remember these. The actual no, grip. I don't remember them. Yeah, the grip was see through, but And then on the tape underneath the grip you could have personalized so some people would have united yeah, chelsea LFC colors and, yeah you'd have the, you'd have the union yeah, yeah, jack yeah, yeah. you'd have st george's flag you'd have yeah. the scottish flag right harry decided to have 14 um bikini shots of his wife <laughs> put on the grip no way like, like, absolute boy so he's so I Grab- wonder why there's a left-handed seven iron there all the time. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, grab hold of this, Rick. And I'm like, Sorry? This, is a, this is a bit awkward. And I'm literally holding. Thankfully, he was left-handed, so I couldn't hit him. But I'm like, where do I put my thumb? Yeah. Where do- oh, hold on. Hold on. I better not go there. So that, that was a really funny one. But hopefully, I don't think that's too bad. No, no, no. It was just a really funny one because I was like, I'm not sure if I like these grips. Pass me the club, Rick. Pass me the club. Yeah. How, how the club. <laughs> and how can I say I don't like these grips or yeah, like yeah. oh I don't like your seven iron something yeah. wrong with that is that one wonky <laughs> it looks awful that's the um, best story you've ever told yeah so there, there's quite there's quite that's a lot funny. of footballers like yeah. a re- mega mega into the golf and quite a lot of the footballers follow me on like Instagram and stuff now and like I say I'm a pretend football fan I'm not dead into it anymore I used to be super into yeah. it yeah, but at um, least you don't pretend to oh, you're, know. Oh, you're, no, you're, you're honest with it. No, yeah, yeah you just don't go, oh, I pretend to know everything. A lot of people do, and people can see <laughs> through it going, you don't like football. You don't just keep on that cut line where yeah. I can just about talk it if I went to get my hair cut or that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can just about yeah. carry it off. But yeah. as soon as you start talking about the right back for Buddy Wolverhampton, I'm like, oh, yeah. no yeah. idea or whatever or whatever it may be. Um I feel fun. like we've done really well here. That was really considering well, we had uh, absolutely no notes before this podcast. I knew it, way to do I it. knew we didn't Absolute need notes wing, with yeah. you guys. Wing fest. For two hour, two and a half hours, you did really well there. Give it up. <laughs> <laughs> How long was that? We've got really? the time. Oh, about four, an hour yeah, and a half. Hour and a One thirty-six. Wow, is that a record? No, we've done a couple of couple. Not, of hours. not even close. Oh. So let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. uh, guys, thanks for having on. Thanks for coming on. Keep smashing the YouTube channel. I think you're doing a great job. Like I say. We don't praise many channels. We uh, slag them off of anything. We love a good slagging off. So, so you've done really well yeah. to get in the clip. Oh, good. Um, keep it up. If you're not subscribed yet to the guys, make sure you do. We'll put a link down in the description of the YouTube videos and also on the description of the podcast as well. Um, last big shout out to Motocaddy for being an amazing sponsor for um, sponsoring the last 10 episodes and well done to the two Mr. Anonymous for winning the bag and the motorcaddy trolley. Uh, thank you guys again for all your help. I'm not sure why I'm thanking everyone. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Harry. At the end of... Uh... Thanks, Ladders. <laughs> <laughs> ladders. Go on, Ladders. That's another one. Go on, Ladders. You've got his name for him. He's quite tall. Ladders, sponsored by Rick Shields. <laughs> Just last bit of housekeeping. Ladders. If you've got anything to email us, it's podcast at rickshields.com. I forgot what our new feature's called already. I have to listen back. 
terrible golf rules, whatever it was called. Yeah, because yeah. The, rubbish the, golf the rules. Rules at your club that yeah. you yes. really, really don't like. Rule or, breakers. Yeah. yeah, whatever it was called. Yeah. yeah. So we and need lastly, some of those. lastly, 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 lastly. When does this podcast? So this is out Tuesday the 8th of June. And you know that because it's two days after Guy's wedding. I'll be married by now. No way. Yeah, that's weird. So yeah. Guy gets married at the Hopefully, end of this week. fingers crossed. So uh, good luck with that. Thank you. I hope everything uh, well, goes well. Uh, yeah, it'll, that's weird. Cause this, I'm saying this now. And, yeah. Sunday the 6th we get married. Sunday the 6th. It's yeah. not at the Belfry, is it? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're down at the Belfry yet, though. Imagine yeah. bumping into these two. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, you'll be swinging an invite. Is it not doing yes. our new thing? You guys are like walking down the aisle. We're doing it. Yeah, good luck with that, and hopefully everything goes well. Yeah, and brilliant. Yeah, and uh, we've got Ming Wu Lee on the podcast next week. And then it's back then to normal. Normal service will resume. Awesome. We are done. Peace. Cool. Like, Thanks, boys. Cheers, guys. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.